0: What's up, Amanda? Oh, you know. So are we, were we burning content? We're always burning content. We're always burning content. We get so, we get in so much trouble by our producers for burning content. I've never used those words before. And in the last um, two months of your life, the last two months of doing a podcast, I have learned burning content more than, because we just talk about everything all the time.
1: But this is what we do. This is what we do. Every morning we're together, we're working out, we're talking about all the things, all the things we've watched, our children, our husbands, our friends. And A, we're hilarious.
0: I mean, I think we are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and B, we're clearly verbal processors. This is yes. how we get through life. Oh,
0: I like that. Verbal
1: processors. I learned this from my my sister-in-law slash best friend, Ginger. Uh-huh. She was like, oh yeah, I need to talk through all of the emotions yeah. so I don't take it out on people. That's a good one. A
0: verbal. I am a verbal processor for sure. 100% you are. But should we get started with our show? <gasps> yes. You guys, welcome to What Women Binge. <laughs> All right, father of the bride. And
2: I literally said to my agent, "I'm quitting the business." <laughs> oh, it's I'm... always when you quit that you get the yeah, big job. Yeah, exactly. I said I'm going to become a journalist now. Father of the bride leads you to yeah.
0: being a bride. I still can't believe we get to do this every week. We get to do this every week, and we get to have fun, fabulous guests, and we yeah. get to just talk about whatever our little hearts desire. But I am, I'm learning so much. But I also feel like. Am I wasting my time I'm watching so much TV i'm reading I'm listening to audiobooks. I'm immersing myself in whatever our guests are into or what they've worked on, and it's been great, everything from like diving deep into Betty White or Harry Potter or even out of this world that Vanessa Evigan wanted. you know oh, like, I love that one It's been so fun, but it's a lot of content, and I feel like is this the best use of my time. <laughs>
1: There are days where I, I don't feel like I have enough hours to fit it all in, Yeah. but it is really nice at the end of the day to be like, I know what I'm watching tonight.
0: Yes. And I, there's true. a
1: reason I'm watching it and I'm either going to enjoy it or not enjoy it, but I'm going to be able to get out how I feel about it on the next episode. <laughs>
0: but do you and Logan have to, do you have to agree on it? Because that's where I'm kind of, I have to say, like having a little trouble.
1: I'm at the advantage here because Logan is super into helping us with this.
0: Yeah. And so, so he's, he's willing
1: to be the guinea pig and to try all of these yeah, new you're shows. you're lucky your
0: husband's the producer and he's also super into pop culture. My husband is only into what he's into. Like trying to get him to watch certain shows has been a little bit of a struggle. Yeah. Like he wants to watch what he wants to watch. I get in bed every night and it's like, you know, whatever show he's into right then is on and it's always the same thing. Or it's like one of his shows that he won't—he doesn't watch with me, so I'm not at the beginning. He's in season eight of like Suits or something, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what's going on.
1: Well, we have those that Logan is very into. Currently, it is the new John Cena Peacemaker. Oh, which I have to say, I watched the first episode. It's hilarious, and I will definitely watch it more. But it's—it's it's
0: a Logan show. For it's a, sure. So it's a TV show with John Cena in it. Yes. Why did I Highly adult. Oh, I'm excited, but but he's so brilliant. I mean, John Cena is like one of those guests on like SNL or so you see he's got comedy. He's got timing. Like He's good.
1: Oh, he he's fabulous in his role. Oh, I got to watch it. Hysterical, but definitely grown up. It's basically like what happens after the suicide squad. Oh, okay. So if you like superhero movies and that kind of thing, you'll you'll really like it. It's cute. And then uh, like Secession, which I know we'll get into with our guest in a little bit. Is
0: it Secession or Succession? Succession? How do you say it? I don't know. Am I saying it wrong? You always catch me with. I say it differently. No, I'm wondering because I don't think I say. I say it differently every time. Secession? Is that how you said it? I say succession. Succession, like success, right? Succession. No, but it's like the people who come next. Like you seceded, right? Oh, is it succession? You secede. Yeah. Oh, the person who comes next. Success. No. I don't know. It's who comes next. Oh, maybe you're right. (laughs) It's a vocabulary lesson. (laughs) So Mark and I have this problem with words sometimes, like him being from the South and me being from New York and my kind of sometimes harsh New York accent that comes out. I'll say things like, I call it a red light. He Mm -hmm. calls it a red light.
1: Oh, it's definitely red
0: light. He calls it Thanksgiving. I mean, he says he will hit the consonant on every word. I'll try to think of one, but oh my gosh, he, he will. It's so funny. Oh, athlete. He says like athlete. Like he doesn't quite, it's not that harsh, but you hear that like extra E in there before the L, like athlete, 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 athlete. athlete. but he like, you, you kind of don't catch it unless you're his wife being super annoyed by how he's chewing and that kind of (laughs) thing. So I notice it.
1: I always notice how people say the word crayon.
0: Crayon. You know, in New York, a good one is water or drawer, a drawer. I'm sorry. Wait, Like if you have to go get, go get my pants out of the drawer. Like you pull (laughs) the drawer, drawer, the drawer. Oh, our like assistant, Jen, actually
1: earlier, I caught her on a phone call with her mother and she said, Chester drawers. Chester drawers. And I was like, a drawers? wait, did you just say Chester yeah. drawers? Or water. I think I, I give me like, a cup of water. She's like, I grew up in
0: Alabama. Give me a break. And I was like, I did too. And I know it's chest of drawers. <laughs> <laughs> I have caught my in-laws before saying cement. And here comes the ambulance with a siren, And I'm like, sirene? It's a siren. Even they were like, Oh, did I say that? <laughs> but I'm, I still say Santa Claus or paranoid. My kids always make fun of the way I say embarrassed. Oh, are we embarrassing you, Mom? Like, yeah. Oh, my favorite thing about New York accents is the R at the end of things. Yeah.
1: My husband's grandfather was from New York, and he had just the strongest accent. And it was always the R. At the end of everything. Our- that's the, that's like the
0: water. Yes. You know, what's funny is like if someone doesn't really know a New York accent, especially like a Bronx accent, like my stepdad's from the Bronx, like a thick New York accent. If you don't know it's New York, if you don't like instinctively know it's New York, you think it's British. That's very strange. People are always like, is he British? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> it sounds like Trump.
1: He is not British. <gasps> oh, speaking of New Yorkers, our guest today.
0: Our guest today is from New York. All right. I'm so excited about
1: having her on. I, I- am too. This is. I'm telling you, this podcast is just making all of my like little
0: girl dreams. My come little true. girl dreams come true. You know, it's funny. This I so I've always loved her as an actress, and I, I just I don't even know how we're gonna talk to her today because I, there's like an hour of stuff I want to ask her about her life, but then mm-hmm. there's like she sent us a list of things she's into, and I mean. The list is extensive. We have so she's into a much lot of stuff to so talk we have about so much to talk about. and she does so much. She does so much. She's so involved in so many different areas that I don't want to miss any of them. But here, let's let's give a little introduction. You guys, we have today with us. We're gonna have Kimberly Williams Paisley on in a second. She was born in Rye, New York, so I'm crazy about her already because New York, um, she's been one of my friends since I moved here as well. So we've been having some fun together. She was in the business. She's been in since she was 13 years old. Wow. Um, in 1989, already honing her skills for the future, she directed the Rye High School Musical Review. She left Northwestern University during her sophomore year to appear in the 1991 film Father of the Bride. That was a great call. For which she did a sequel <laughs> and was nominated for many awards. And by the way, I just read in her book that it's because of Father of the Bride that she met her magical husband, Brad. Hopefully she'll tell us I about I cannot. I'm so in love with their love story. So she returned to Northwestern and completed her degree in drama. She's also guest starred in tons of great TV shows like Nashville, but she also starred in the ABC drama Relativity, which I think I remember that one. I do too. But is best known for her show, According to Jim. She starred in movies like Aladdin and the Chipmunks Roadship. I remember that. Yes. And most recently, the Netflix uh, hit movies Christmas Chronicles and Christmas Chronicles 2. So good. So exciting. I mean, She got to play husband and wife with Oliver Hudson, who was like... Secret computers. crush for me. Like, I go gaga when he's... I will have to ask her about him. <laughs> she wrote a powerful book in 2016 that I have been listening to the audio and it is, it's really captured me, um, about her mother's struggles with a rare form of dementia. She lost her mom shortly afterwards. I can't even imagine how hard that was. She works diligently with hospitals like Vanderbilt on um, research and fundraising. She has two boys with country music legend, Brad. You guys know who Brad Paisley is, of course. And they just have the most beautiful... Love story. I I can't wait to get into it. They also just had a ballroom named after them at Belmont University where Brad is an alumni. They started a free grocery store for families who couldn't make ends meet called The Store near the Belmont Campus. And she is a very philanthropic. There's another hard word. (laughs) Philanthropic person on like so many levels. So generous. And she's just so like, she's so ambitious. She goes after whatever she wants. We just, I feel like she and I have a lot in common. And her Instagram is nothing short of hilarious. So entertaining. So funny. Her friend Susan, who I think was on Sabrina played Cinderella on Sabrina. I found Susan's Instagram because of her. And Susan has the most beautiful, funny, and she and Kim, and Kim and her sister, Ashley. Her sister,
1: yes. I love when they're together. I love when they're (laughs) together. They do so many
0: videos together. You can tell they're so, there's like best friends and sisters. It's so cute. And they do these videos, and Ashley, I'm a huge fan of. I did not know they were related. I did not either. Big fan of How I Met Your Mother, I've mentioned many times, and Ashley was a big part of How I Met Your Mother. I mean, for a while there, I thought she was going to be the mother. Anyway, we cannot wait to see or hear what this powerhouse writer, director, super mom is digging into these days. So let's bring in Kimberly. Yay! Amanda, do you know what I love? What do you love? I love crazy socks. I too love, love crazy socks. But I also love like really comfy clothes. And do you know what? Stance, like my favorite sock company, mm-hmm. Stance is now making... Super comfy clothes. I am aware. And you have on a pair today. I do. I am wearing a pair. They're super cute. They are the best. They're sweatpants. Beautiful colors. And I just love the sockies, too. I got, like, fuzzy socks. And I got the cute socks. And I got pretty socks. And I love, at Christmas time, like, the elf socks. Or, like, Mason always gets the office socks. Like, I find every kind I can get for the office, (laughs) right? Because everyone loves the office.
1: I've been wearing their athletic socks recently to work out. Such a difference.
0: Game changer. Yes. They help you just... Feel more confident. And then when you take your shoes off, they're so colorful and fun.
1: (laughs) But now the sweatpants, they're also my favorite hang out in the house,
0: go out with my friends, wear them anywhere sweatpants. Yeah, because they're not just socks anymore. Stance is bringing color, comfort, creativity from toe to head with the launch of their new active apparel line. That's right. What started out as a radical reinvention of your sock drawer is now expanding into your entire wardrobe. So you can check out their super soft line of sweatpants, joggers, shirts, Hoodies, hats, and tons of stuff now available in a full range of fits, prints, fabrics, and fun. Stance's philosophy is that you should never have to sacrifice your own individual style
1: for the sake of comfort. And now, you don't have to. Whether you're relaxing around the house, working out at the gym, or running all over town, Stance now delivers its signature softness and creativity in a full line of active apparel styles from toe to head.
0: Stance has got you covered. Head on over to stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code binge, that's B-I-N-G-E, at checkout to apply. Embrace a life of superior comfort and creative expression with everyday active apparel that is truly stitch different. Thank you, Stance, for sponsoring What Women Binge and making us look so cool on our podcast.
2: All right. Well, welcome. Thank you, thank you for being here. Oh, it's good to see you guys. So
0: excited to have another Nashville native. No, I wait. Know. We
2: have to ask you. I'm not a native. No, but- Na-
0: Nashville. Sorry. Transplant uh, neighbor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nashville There neighbor. you go. Actually, I love that you and I are both from New York. We actually have really similar. We sort do of pets. have similar stories. Yeah, we've both been on a few TV shows. Married musicians. Yours. Obviously, is a little better known than mine. <laughs> <laughs> for different things, <laughs> for different, different things. things. They're both but very successful. We're accessible. boy moms. We have yeah. boys only. This one's got twin girls too. So oh. she's oh wow, she's walking a whole different.
1: It's a, walk. it's something. <laughs> no, they're magical. Actually, how old are they? Six. And then I have oh. a nine-year-old boy.
0: Oh, it's a fun life. That's awesome. Yeah. Cannot um, complain. So I have to ask you a question. Yeah. So Christmas Chronicles. Yes. Just real quick, Oliver Hudson. Yes. Did you did you guys do a lot of scenes together? I know he's. Yeah,
2: yeah. A lot of the stuff was flashbacks. So yeah, yeah. I okay. mean, I did stuff without him too.
0: But so I have a weird story about Ollie. Oh, do tell. I just on the party scene in LA in my early 20s, there was something about that man, mm-hmm. boy at the time, <laughs> that would walk he's into a club. Still a boy. He is. He is uh, right. Yeah, if you follow his Instagram, he definitely is. Uh, he would walk into the club, and I would just. It's weird. It was like my jaw wouldn't work. I couldn't talk to him. Really? I couldn't talk. Unexplainable. I think I one time asked him to be my boyfriend or something totally (laughs) ridiculous because I just literally my brain would go to mush and my mouth would just. Hi, Ollie. You want. Are you going to. Do you want to make out or. I don't know what I said. I I was like. I never made out. No, he was sort of. He probably looked at me and was like, uh, what? (laughs) <laughs> can you back away crazy lady because I literally it's probably the only time I ever got really like I didn't know what to say I didn't know how to behave
2: he's so sweet and silly like really goofy silly humor and just kind he's a great guy yeah. I, I get it yeah I'm I just saying.
1: like he's pretty dreamy yeah. he, it, I don't he know is him, but... But it's, <laughs> no, but... I don't
0: know if maybe I felt like I couldn't keep up with his comedy or his wit or but it's like the only time that a guy ever sort of like sideswiped me and like a where I walk away and be like what an Idiot I am. (laughs) But you got to work with him as your husband. I did. Yeah. So we know each other through... Strangely, through a hairdresser in L.A. Right, who we love. Roxy. <laughs> we love. She does great hair. Great. She's
2: hair. amazing. She did all, my hair for so many years. On according to Jim. And what show did you guys meet on? We
0: didn't actually. Funny enough, she did my color while I was living in L.A. The last few years because she has a salon really close by, and she was doing Last Man Standing with some friends of mine. Okay. So I love that she did Last Man. Like she's mm-hmm. got she's got everybody in her pocket. Like she is just the girl who knows. And you know the hairstylists are always therapists, so they yeah. just know everything about us. Right? Yeah. But she put us together, and-, and
2: then yeah, then we hooked up in Nashville, and then. You came to me and said, "How would you like to go back to school with me?" <laughs> and we became college students. We were college students, and I have I to thank you for that because I don't think I ever would have thought to do that. And I'm so glad I did.
0: It was so fun. But what's crazy is you have the connections at Belmont University, is where your husband. Yeah. Was an alumni, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he so you have like the connections over there. And then like somehow I met the professor and was like, right. I want to do a screenwriting class. Do you want to do it with me? Yeah. And we did this great screenwriting Yeah. Both. Professor Will Akers. He's Will Akers great. Is awesome. He, he has a great book. So much. Yeah. Screen, uh Your Screenplay Sucks. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thank you. It's a great yes, yeah, so I'm not saying that to you, Kim. I'm <laughs> that's
1: the name that of the book. That is the name book. of the
0: book. Will Acres wrote a book yeah. called Yeah.
2: And, and and it was really fun. It was like it was. a class of like how many? Six kids. There were four and then
0: us two adults. <laughs>
2: We're kids. We're part of the six kids. Did you feel like a kid walking around the campus? Just curious. I did. I had my backpack on. I think I felt like more of a kid than they thought I looked like a kid. Well, we were also
0: wearing masks, so I did yeah. feel like maybe I blended in a little bit. I'm so short. You're I'm tiny, sure too. i we
2: did. I'm sure we did. I kept I wondering really if people thought we it.
0: were kids or professors. Like, I want to know what other people's... I mean,
2: in reality, they probably... <laughs> Do you really want to know? I don't yeah, like we
0: wanna I know. think we want to know. But I felt like, you know, I did feel like I was back at school. Like, I wasn't cool enough. Like... You know, but it was weird because like I, I felt the pressure to dress a certain way, but also kind of relaxed, which I'm not really good at kind of being a relaxed, casual, cool, current, trendy person. Yeah. So I felt a lot of pressure and half the time I'd show up at school and be like the hell am I wearing what? <laughs>
1: Wait, everybody else is in shorts and t-shirts and I'm
0: they're dressed all, they're rolling out of bed in their pajamas I, I know forgot, like, I, that college. was my
2: college attire it was yeah. like sweatpants and I never cared about what I wore
0: that's true oh, oh speaking of what you wear yeah yeah oh we got to give Ooh, you some fuzzy socks fuzzy we have, socks. have a whole basket of fuzzy socks I'm wearing some llama ones thank I you today. I like this, Look theme. At this whole, right so we like to be comfy and cozy here <laughs> So, yeah, pick a sock. I mean, there's Ooh, colorful. There's plenty of variety there's, in there now. I'm going to go
2: for rainbow. Rainbow's oh, those are so cute. cute. Rainbow. Thank you. Awkward
1: giant basket. I know. It's but getting so full of socks. We it's, so well, it's socks. because we all think it's getting low. Do and I get to keep them? You keep yes, them. they're oh, yours. Our they're gift, gift to you. Parting gifts.
0: Yeah. See, look, you still have girly. See, I feel like I can't pick girly things because I have boys. Not, you couldn't have planned this really better. Cute. That's Good. That's good. I'm feeling it. Good all right. Good colors. Good. So, anyway. about? All well, right, we, we have everything. to talk about your like your list of like I'm so afraid we're not going to get to the stuff that you like because you have such a list of credits, but we have to talk about a few things. According to Jim. Yes. So many people, of course, know and love you from According to Jim. What was your experience like there?
2: Um, I loved—I was on that show for seven of the eight years, and when at the end of year seven I had my son, Huck, and— Moved to Nashville, Uh,
0: Um,
2: but I loved being in front of an audience. I loved that comedy stuff.
0: I think I learned a whole lot about comedy from doing that that show, like uh, in front of an audience, sitcom. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, it's intimidating, huh? Did it, it take was, you a while to calm? It down? was weird
2: because I trained in theater, yeah, and then I went to film, and so learning that it's kind of a mix between the two—that yeah. you have to, you have to play to the camera, but you're also waiting for
0: laughs from the audience. Yeah, you're pulling and stuff. from them, and are you are you giving too much to try? Yeah, I had to. I did the same thing because I started yeah. in Broadway and then doing my first two TV shows. Even though they were sitcoms, they weren't in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. So then it was my third show, Melissa and Joey, that was in front of an audience, and I had. It took me probably a season and a half yeah. to calm down and understand that I wasn't going to die in right. front of the audience. That I was okay.
2: Yeah. And you don't have to be broad like you are on stage, you yeah. know, because like on stage, you really have to play to the back row.
0: Project and all that. But on yeah.
2: TV, you don't want to do that because then it's going to be pushing. So, yeah, it took me some time to figure it out as well.
0: Yeah. I always felt like I did a pilot once for Fox and there was a there was just this crazy energy I was already bringing to the rehearsal mm-hmm. and the character and what, what it was already calling for. And then the night we had the audience, I lost it and I went to the director and I think I shook him and I was like I can't calm down really (laughs) and I just could and I was like I know I'm blowing this pilot right now because I can't this energy has nowhere else to go like it's just coming out like oozing out of me i can't control it yeah and it was just it's just a crazy crazy thing
2: pilots are so hard anyway because everyone's panicked everyone you know it's do or die it's like if this one night doesn't go well the next seven or eight years of your life you know are
0: not going to be the same it's so dependent it's so (laughs) weird and it's that one episode and the the crazy thing about it too is it's like you have to lay all the pipe yeah. like you think about friends you have to know who all six of those characters are mm-hmm. in that first episode plus make it funny plus make it you know enjoyable and relaxed Real. and chill yeah but you're laying so much pipe or exposition or yeah. whatever you want to call it like mm-hmm there's so much to get out that Ross is a you know dinosaur nerd and that right. Lisa Kudrow is a little kooky you know tree hugger and that you know you have to like get all these characters out on top of the main storylines and so yeah pilots can be really tricky. And- I was
2: so grateful for our writers though I mean how much fun is it to have a bunch of funny writers who are just like magicians and they just like would circle up after a take yeah. that worked it was fine you know but then they were like can we beat it so they'd circle up and they'd come up with these lines and then they would just run over they'd give me the line like once you know know all right just this time say this and then they'd run away and they make me look amazing you know come up with this great joke (laughs) yeah and the audience thinks oh did she just come up with that on the spot you know and like those moments were the ones that were just so much fun when we were laughing so hard it was like the hardest thing not to laugh you know in the middle of a take like that's when I really loved it
0: oh that's great so you had a good time for seven years you yeah you got to enjoy that but so the last year you moved you were already you moved when you moved to Nashville you didn't go back to the show I didn't No, I left
2: I left and um, yeah I moved to Nashville but I mean we've we've still like gone back and forth and I've stayed you know active in LA but I just left that yeah
0: Yeah. I mean I'm right there with you I've been trying to get away from LA my whole life I feel like really I was out there for 15 years and then went to Connecticut for 12 of us lived there for
2: 15 years oh yeah yeah and I do love LA I really do I just I also love Tennessee
0: yeah I, I I love I don't know I don't know if you're the same but like wherever I go I'm always looking at houses I'm like, oh, maybe I could live here. Yeah. Like, oh. I don't know if it's like.
1: Yes. Yeah. I have a habit. I just, I'm A, nosy. I love looking at what's going on around me, other you know, real estate listings. In every city, I'm like, oh, I could live here. Or no, this is a no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Are no you re- from here? I grew up in Alabama. Oh, I moved here okay. a long time ago. This okay. is home now. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's been here for a while. And how do you guys know each other? So our kids go to school together. Mm-hmm. Okay. We met at school last year.
1: Okay. She showed up at my house for a play date. Yeah. The rest and then of I was like, true. oh,
0: she could be my friend.
1: Let's do a podcast. Let's do a yeah. podcast. We you started, started talk walking about stuff? together every morning. and then- Yeah, we
0: would do like... We did that that long, long walk. It was six miles a morning. And we would be like chatty, chatty, chatty. And we just couldn't like separate. And then we'd stand at the car and talk for another hour. And we were like, this should be a show. Mm-hmm. We
1: That's could do awesome. something with couldn't
0: this. Couldn't get enough. Yeah, couldn't get enough. But all right. Father of the Bride. Yeah. Uh, we have to get into that because we, we know... We have to get
1: into this. Yeah.
0: I mean... It's, it's an amazing story, too, about how you kind of went to the audition. Just sort of like, sure, I'll do it. sounds like a fun afternoon. Like, I'll just go do this thing. And then yeah. to work with some of the most amazing. Like, I'm just so jealous you got to work with Steve Martin and Martin Short.
1: There's still time. Uh, There's still time for you. Yeah. But I want to hear about your experience. Yes. I, I don't know the story about the audition.
2: Well, I was a sophomore at Northwestern, and, um, and I was just like... As Melissa said, I was just trying to figure out how to use the L train to go into Chicago. I had this audition that a friend of mine who was interning at a casting office she told me, Abby Epstein. Do you know who Abby Epstein is? Oh my is? gosh, yeah. I do. Yeah. So, who did Business of Being Born and like, yeah. You know, she's like I a was huge in that documentary. With her. Yeah, filmmaker.
0: I did a little bit of it. Yeah, me too. I did one or two of her Did yeah. you
2: do the second one about. I think I did the second yeah, one. Me yeah, me too. Business of
0: Being Born. To, was it the second No,
2: it was the. More business in being
0: born. Maybe? Oh, maybe that was the one. Yeah,
2: but anyway, um, yeah. So Abby and I have been friends for years. But so we were friends in college, and she came to me and she said, "I'm interning. There's this part. It's a bride. Blah blah blah." And I was like, "That's the furthest." And thing you're nineteen. In my mind, right? yeah. You're
0: like in college, nineteen. Yeah, not thinking about like, getting married.
2: Not thinking about getting married. So I knew I was totally wrong for it, but I wanted to figure out if I could navigate the L because, you know, in New York, I knew how to do the subways, yeah. but I hadn't taken the L yet. And I was like, yeah. I really need to figure this out. Today's the day. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so I think I was like really relaxed for the yeah. audition. And that
0: makes such a difference.
2: Yeah. And then, um... And then they said, "Okay, no, thank you. We don't want you for the part." And then they called, and as Hollywood does, you know, they're like, "Ah, oh, well, all right, fly out and audition with Steve Martin." I was like, "Ah, one day I'm going to be able to tell my kids I auditioned with Steve Martin." Uh, you know? <laughs> and he gave you a
0: compliment. Did he? did he? He said at the end of the audition, he said something like, "Oh yeah, that was really great, given the pressure around you, yeah, two or something. that it was yeah. natural
2: or something." And then they're like, "Thank you. We're not going to cast you." And I was like, "All right, fine." This is like taking up so much of my time, but that was cool. I went back to school and then like a couple of weeks passed and they called again. They're like, we want you to fly out again. And I literally said to my agent, I'm quitting the business.
0: <laughs> oh, it's always when you quit that you get the yeah, big job. Yeah, exactly.
2: I said, I'm going to become a journalist now because I love to write. And um, she convinced me to go back out.
0: <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. And there you are. It's a great are. thing
1: that she did. Yeah, you know. Yes. Life-changing moment.
2: And then yes.
0: I did not know this until I read your book.
2: Where the Light Gets In. Where
0: the Light Gets In. I've been listening to your audio book, so I feel like you've been in the car with me for the last yeah. week. Um, <laughs> I did not know your love story. So yeah. Father of the Bride leads you to yeah. being a bride. Yeah, which is which so, is so weird. It's, it's such so a beautiful... Perfect. It's <laughs> so I, I I ran in this morning and was like, you have to hear how Kim met Brad. Like, I had no idea. I'm sure it was, your fans at home know this story, but I was like... You like said a prayer and wrote it on a piece of paper. Yeah. He opened his eyes that morning and thought, wait, you have to you tell you tell it. You tell it.
2: Well, basically, so 9-11 happened, and um, I was, as everyone was, just, like, totally shocked, shell-shocked, devastated, everything. It was right. world-changing, life-changing. And your family's in New York, so you My family's in New York. My mom that, yeah. worked downtown. You know, she, everyone was fine, thank God. But, you know, so I did. I, I was like, I am done with being single. I'm ready to meet my person, and just, like, let's just move on and Like, I want to settle down. I want to just, like, have a nice, calm life, you know? And so I wrote down a prayer on a piece of paper and started praying specifically for my partner that I knew I was going to meet, you know, not knowing who it was. But, like, literally, like, specifically, like, with my whole body, I would just think about him and, you know— just pray that he was having a good day and that he was getting the work done that he needed I to get done. Time. I know it's, it's so amazing. So...
0: <laughs> Keep going. Sorry, because I, I, I know where this is going. But so yeah, and it was
2: just like a very specific intention prayer, you know, for this for this person that I knew was out there with mm. total faith, you know. And then yeah, he was on his tour bus, and it and it was really like three or four weeks later. It oh, wasn't, wow. it didn't take very long. On November 1st, he woke up cause it was nine 11. So yeah, maybe six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, he woke up and he, um, was thinking about me for some reason. And now he had gone on a date with his girlfriend in high school to see father, the bride, father, the bride was their movie <laughs> so much for Weird. being my movie. It's not right. my movie, it's their movie. <laughs> and, um, and then she broke his heart and, um, he went on to move to Nashville and write some great songs, but he never like thought about me. It was all about this girl and... They they tried to get he tried to get back together with her when the sequel came out and
0: he went to the movie. By he actually himself, went to the movie
2: right? thinking like it was the same date as their first date and if she's thinking the same thing and if she's feeling romantic like he is, she'll be there at the sequel
0: it's too, weird. and then they he's can have a sequel together. Like a kismet that he's looking yeah. for that he's right. looking for like that miracle to happen, but it happens yeah. in a totally different, unexpected to make this, the movie. way. God, like you yeah, have the, to do I, it. I, no, oh my gosh, it'd be a great like Hallmark Lifetime like oh my. like oh, love was, story movie. The no greatest one would rom-com believe it.
1: Ever. They wouldn't oh, believe yeah. it. This is your life. I can't we believe We call
0: him like Kate and Bill <laughs> and <laughs> Kim and Brad and we I'm right we're going to write Kate that's was- the next script we write yes. in our- Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm loving this. It. Okay, keep going. Keep going.
2: So anyway, so he goes to the movie, she's not there and um and then he goes and moves to Nashville and starts writing these great songs including a song called Part 2. Which was about him going to see the sequel. Um, and he literally, in he the artwork... He writes a movie
0: about his bride without even knowing it's his bride.
2: Yeah, and in the artwork for the album, he has the ticket stub from part two. Which, by the way, he bought two ticket stubs because he went to the seven. And then he she wasn't there, he left. And then in the parking lot, he was like, what if it's the nine?
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
2: what if we saw the nine? Oh, like, my Like, he couldn't goodness. remember. So he turned around, went back, bought another he ticket. He is a
0: romantic.
2: Wow. Anyway.
0: And he's a stalker. Well, I feel a little bit like a stalker because I know all these things about you now. But, well,
2: yeah. <laughs> but it's understandable if you're listening to the book because I did put all of that in the book. But anyway, so then seven years later, he's on his tour bus. He's got a career and he wakes up and he's been thinking about me, which he swears he never did before. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, but he says, I got to get in touch with that girl from that movie. So he... That morning, calls his wow. friend.
1: Can you imagine? I know.
2: Calls his friend Peter Tilden and says, "Do you, have you ever?" Because Peter was in. Do you know who Peter Tilden is? He was a showrunner and a DJ in LA great guy, writer, funny, very funny guy. So Brad and Peter were friends, and he said, "Do you know Kim?" And Peter said, "Actually, I just met Kim in Vegas for this thing for according to Jim ABC thing." Yeah. Um, And so he hooked us up. And by the end of the day, so my manager calls me and she says, I just talked to the cutest guy. He's got a southern accent. You're going to love him. You're totally going to date him. And I was like, well, why why is he calling? And she said, he wants to know if you want to be in a music video, but you're totally going to date him. And I had just said to her that I wanted to do a music video. So it was all these things where I was like, all right, I'll call him back.
0: Oh, if this wasn't meant to be, I don't know what. Right. Like, honestly. Honestly.
2: And now it's been how many years you guys been married? Almost 19 in March.
0: And your wedding, though, you also talk about in your book, your wedding, um, that you intentionally had a small wedding because of a very small, intimate, kind of secret wedding. Yeah. Because of the pressure that would have been on you because of kind of who he is, but also especially because of where your career started. Yeah, I didn't want people to
2: come to my wedding and say, the movie was better. Oh, (laughs) gee. You know? It was like, the movie was way more entertaining. I just didn't want to put that on the table. So and sure. it had
0: been so many years since you'd done the movie. Like, yeah, I was doing the last season of Sabrina, I was engaged. And for some reason, Sabrina was engaged, too, which is totally coincidental. Yeah. But I had to wear so many wedding dresses that season that by the time it came around to my wedding... I had been in so many wedding dresses. I had done that thing so and many me times. Me too. I wouldn't do my own rehearsal. Yeah. And your rehearsal became your actual wedding, right? Yeah. But I wouldn't do the rehearsal. I made like, my friend did it with my sister's boyfriend. We were like, I'm not, we're, I'm not walking through the wedding before I actually get married because I've done that too many times yes. on camera. Yes. Yes. I want it to feel real when it actually totally.
2: happens. Totally. That's so funny. Yeah. So I went down the aisle in a denim coat. Because no one knew it was the actual wedding, it was the rehearsal. You know, all my oh. friends were like, Why do we have to come to this rehearsal? Yeah.
0: Pepperdine's gorgeous.
2: Yeah, it was so beautiful with that stained glass wall there. And I had my ribbon bouquet from my shower. Mm-hmm. My and and then at the altar I took my coat off and I had the dress on and they exchanged it
0: for the flowers and they were like surprise we're getting married oh my gosh that's so fun isn't that cute that's like such an Amanda that's a great Amanda way to would
2: do it and then the next day
0: we had a bigger
2: party mm-hmm. so everyone came we renewed the vows already like the next day we renewed them again and um, and then just had a party and had like an In-N-Out truck and softball oh, except that they don't dancing. do french fries
0: why does In-N-Out truck not do french fries they didn't
2: you know what I didn't eat t- I didn't eat a thing at my wedding because I was so busy.
0: Yeah, you can't running that's, around. I, whenever I'm at a wedding, I'm always trying to make the bride eat. I'm like, please sit yeah. down, eat. Please sit down, because you never yeah. eat.
1: No. See, this is why you get married at Disney World, like oh, I did, which is, that is what funny you did? because they the place where you plan your wedding at Disney is called Franks because of father oh of the bride. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! Hilarious. <laughs> that is uh, so funny. Coincidental. It is a Disney. Yeah. Oh, because it was a Disney movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so if you brilliant. go in to plan a Disney wedding, you're in you office. You didn't know that? No, I forgot that. Okay. It was Touchstone, but
2: yeah, it's Disney.
0: Is that is that now? This is the movie where they call the cake the cock, right? Yeah. Okay, I just <laughs> want to be sure. It I'm was pronounced kek like kek. <laughs> I was always I always want to say it to my kids, and I'm like, I can't. No, nope, I remember
2: Nancy. Like Marty did do a couple takes where he's like, the cock, the size of the cock determines what you know, what kind of wedding you end up having.
1: She'd be like, let's say kek <laughs> kek. But at Disney, like they make sure that you have time planned for your meal together before uh, you join your guests
0: that's really great that's mm-hmm. a smart idea mm-hmm. cuz nobody eats and then you get yeah. dizzy and then you're drinking too much and then you're tired and then yeah yeah, weddings can be a lot. We
1: did do one
2: thing that I love that I think they do in Jewish ceremonies, where when we were done, we went up to the alt to the um, balcony and we just sat just the two of us mm-hmm. for a moment because you know, so many times you get married and then you go right into mm-hmm. the yeah, and party and you never even together. see your spouse. Yeah. So that was really cool. I remember that we went up to the balcony and we just like sat there and we we're like, Oh my gosh, that was amazing. <laughs> and then we heard this incredible music, and we stood up and looked over, and everyone was just like dancing and like holding their arms up in the church and it was like a like revival you, like for
0: you or well they started like,
2: doing it just together i think they were doing like oh happy day or when it uh, was it was so beautiful was just a moment that and then happened. they noticed us and then they all started so I have these pictures uh, of like all of the people all of our guests just looking up at us uh, and we're looking
1: down
0: at them i want to get married really again just cool. to do that yeah. oh you should totally get married i don't now. think i have any tomorrow. pictures of my guests you should stay married like tomorrow. i feel like there's really I, there's like a million well we're gonna have our 20th in like a year what are you going to do for your 20th? We're, two years? Let's I don't a even wedding. know. No, next we're year. We're almost. Yeah,
2: I think we're about the same, same time, time frame. Yeah. I was 2003. Yeah. Us same? two. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I feel like I need to do something for my 20th. Our 10th, we took the kids. No, it wasn't our 10th. Our 10th, we went into New York City. We went to the boathouse, which was another place I wanted to have my wedding. So I was like, well, for my 10th, let's just go to the boathouse. But then for our 15th, we took our kids back. We got married in Italy. So we took our kids oh, back to fine. Italy to see it. But oh, that's they great. They didn't appreciate it. Quite like I thought. <laughs> yeah. In that way, I kind of wish I had girls because I feel like maybe they would care more about mommy's wedding. The boys just don't yeah. seem to care much about my wedding. Do yours?
2: Well, for our... 12th we took the kids to Pepperdine and we showed them they didn't care that much about where we got married and then we renewed our vows because at 12 years because when I was engaged I don't know if you got to this part in the book but my parents weren't thrilled about it oh yeah it was just it was awkward (laughs) it was was actually I think part of it was my mom's dementia kicking in and she was just like it was partly that it was partly that like they were from New York. He was like a Southern country oh, yeah. guy. And they were. And I was the oldest and the first to get engaged. And, you know, so it was a combination of things. Because um, there's eight years between you and Ashley? Or six? Seven. Seven, seven okay. yeah. So, you know, it's something we laugh about now. Um, but at the time, my dad was like, he started talking to me one day about like successful couples and he and he was telling me about like what makes a marriage a happy marriage and like these studies that are done he's like so in the study the people that were happily married have been married for 12 years blah 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 blah. and the only thing i took from it was oh so all we have to do to have a successful marriage is be married for 12 years make, it to 12, it. Years. make, make it. it to 12 and then we're and then we're done you know mm-hmm. and um so we always had this joke through the first 12 years of like like, two more to Bro, go. Oh, oh my 12,
0: gosh. Enough. So you renewed so at 12. So at 12, we renewed. Yeah. My husband won't renew. He thinks it's... He's like, we did it once. We're done.
2: We used well, to do it every like, year. <sighs> we kind of did it well, you did? as a joke. Yeah. I mean, Brad was like... We made it a funny wedding. So my friend Susan is amazing. She went to Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, we talked about got... her in the
0: intro, by the way. She's, oh, you did? She's so what funny. Does she go, what's her she's last name? Susan Yeagley. Yeagley. Uh, and she is... Oh my gosh, she's hilarious. So, her and Instagram gorgeous. is gorgeous and yes, beautiful and fun. Yes. But anyway, I'm sorry. Totally, so Susan, her
2: husband Kevin Nealon takes all those pictures. Oh, and he's just got such an eye. He's also fun. an artist, right? Doesn't he draw? Yes, he's incredible.
0: Got, so got Susan get one went of his to pieces.
2: yeah. Susan went to. Um Hollywood Boulevard and she got a bunch of wedding dresses like you know third hand or whatever and we all like I had friends there a couple friends and it was like this surprise wedding where we all just like threw on the dresses and I walked down the aisle like Uh, you could see my bra through my wedding dress (laughs) you know like barely fit and the kids love that they were a part of the ceremony and that was really fun but it was very silly
0: I know I tried to do something on a beach once we were at a resort and they had this like call the concierge if you want to get married and I was like hey we're all here Let's call the concierge. They give you flowers and they get a photographer and you renew your vows. The kids will be there. It's just us. Yeah. I was like, let's do that. I said, here's the thing. I brought a white dress with me. It was our anniversary at the time or I wouldn't have just like thought of that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But like I had a white dress packed for our anniversary dinner and I was like, I brought a dress that I could wear. So, you know, if you want to, you know, dial zero and talk to the concierge about like setting that up. It's only a couple hundred bucks, and we could just have a little wedding ceremony on the beach. I'll leave that to you. Never leave anything to him.
2: Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. It did not
0: happen? It didn't happen. Bummer. Oh, no, he's not. He's like, he's he's so, it's so funny. Mark is so in and out of, like, romance. Like, sometimes he's all in. Like, one year for Valentine's Day, I got, like, 17 presents, the nicest card. Next year, nothing. Yeah. Not even a card. I was like, a pack of gum, something? Yeah. Nothing? <laughs> like, you can't do... All or nothing. Like you, let's let, let's just find a common ground here. Is it going to be candy? Is it going to be you know something? Well,
1: I think Brad's
2: the same <laughs> yeah. way. He's he's sometimes very romantic and then sometimes he's just like Pff.
0: gone. Yeah. yeah. I Wonder if it's ADD. It's or an artist.
1: Yeah, or it's an like, artist. A creative artist- thing. thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. They're either hyper-focused or they're like... Yeah.
1: Logan's know? pretty good with the romance. We Once we got married here in town, uh, well, renewed our vows in town, they have this little chapel on Music Row. I don't know if it's still there or not, but Elvis would marry you. Oh. So we did uh, that. Oh, that's fun. That was really fun. And then the rest of the times, so it was mostly just like in our living room, he'd be like, hey, it's our anniversary. You want to say our vows again?
0: was <gasps> oh, so cute. The same vows? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. I don't even it know what my vows it. he swears up and down. We you didn't don't... actually
1: say our vows. Oh. Which we totally did, but he does not remember saying our. I actually in our don't order. remember
0: saying vows either. Now that now that <laughs> so you say that,
1: you don't ever need to amend them. Because I might amend mine
2: now.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> like things like, I just, I just, uh, I hope you won't leave a wet towel on the bed right. and I won't I'm leave really, food in the toaster oven. I'm right.
1: Really over our master bedroom looking like an attic.
2: Like, <laughs> I promise to do the dishes more often. Like I might, yeah. we might have put those yeah. in. I yeah. promise I'll
0: help take out the trash sometimes. Yeah. Like some of those. Yeah. That See, that's my stepdad always said, um, like your whole thing about the 12 years, I don't know, it reminded me. My stepdad always saying, well, eventually the honeymoon's over and somebody's got to take out the garbage. And I'm like, <laughs> All right, so who's going to take out the garbage? Like, you know, <laughs> taking out the garbage is a big like in our in our family. It's like whoever takes out the garbage is like winning the the wedding the the, the marriage mm-hmm. debate. Oh, like, okay. You know, as long as you're not fighting about taking out the garbage... Like, there's going to be fights based on stupid stuff. I guess basically is what it mm-hmm, is. Right. Mm-hmm. Amanda, do you like the spoon? The spoon. Do you like two spoon? I do like two spoon, but do what do are- you like the magic spoon? Well, I love the magic spoon. The magic spoon. You know, growing up for me. I was one of five kids and mom didn't have time to make like a big fancy breakfast, but everybody's got to eat. So she would pour five bowls of cereal. She'd take a bite out of each one. That was her breakfast. That was our breakfast. Cereal was a big part of my childhood. But as I grew up, couldn't eat that much sugar. You know, I've got to watch out for
1: carbs, things like that. Well, good thing because Magic Spoon has zero grams of sugar. 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. That's perfect. And only
0: 140 calories a serving. And it's keto-friendly. Gluten-free. That's what you are. Grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. That's me.
1: Yeah. And there's a variety pack. So you can try four different flavors. Cocoa, fruity,
0: frosted, and peanut butter. And you're a big fan of the peanut butter, and the chocolate mixed together. But I haven't done the peanut butter yet, but I got to try that. But I, I think I'm going to try next. I like the frosted, but I think I'm going to mix the fruity with the frosted. Maybe do a little Ooh, bit of little cream a little bit of both. Action. Yeah, my kids like to do that. They like to mix the two. So listen, all you have to do is go to magicspoon.com backslash WWB to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code WWB at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their
1: product that it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. No
0: questions. It's awesome. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash WWB and use the code WWB to save $5 off. Thanks, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring What Women Binge.
1: If you love trivia like we do, then you're gonna love Trivia Star. Trivia Star. Do you wanna play real quick? Yeah, let's play. Okay. Which actor starred in Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Will Smith, Morgan Freeman, Jack Nicholson, or Gordon Ramsay? That was Will Smith. Yes.
0: You're correct. <laughs> trivia Star is a free mobile trivia game with over 60 different categories that you get to choose from. So you can choose music, TV, animal celebrities. What did we just what was that category we just did? Pop culture. Pop culture. So you get to choose, and if you get the correct answer for multiple choice, you beat the clock. You move on to the next level, and it gets harder and harder over time. Right now, Trivia Star is offering you twenty five hundred coins and five hundred gems when you download and play. Yeah, that's two thousand five hundred coins and five hundred gems. So all you have to do is go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today, and get ready to flex your brain muscles. Trivia Star has the number one trivia game on the App
1: Store, and has thousands of five star reviews in the apple store download it today and challenge yourself thank you
0: trivia star for sponsoring what women binge so i want to hear what you're into you're a big reader aren't you i like to read um i noticed you have quite a few books on your list of things that you've read or wanted to read or haven't finished reading or
2: so uh yeah so i just read my friend ann patchett's book these precious days which just came out which is amazing um and then i have another friend um, mary laura philpot who has a book called bomb shelter and she gave me an advanced reader copy. It's so good. It's, but it's not out yet. It's coming out in April. Ah, yeah. So it's called Bomb
0: Shelter. People can probably really go and good. you can pre-order, pre-order it, mm-hmm. which is big, really big for book sales. Right, it's
2: huge and so helpful for an author. Yeah,
0: it means like it'll help them like make sure they print enough and that they're mm-hmm. out in the stores. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Yeah. That's cool.
2: So yeah, I mean I love
0: reading. And are you a big reader too? I try to be. I wanna be. I actually I had a funny interaction with a woman at Costco the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a whole section of Kristen Hannah, who I love. Yeah, yeah. And I'm standing there just looking at it going, I'm gonna need to buy a few of these. Yeah. And a woman standing next to me is doing the same thing. She's just looking. We're both staring blankly for like five minutes. And I turned around and said, Have you read any of these? She's like, Yeah, Nightingale was great I'm like oh yeah I love that I'm Mm -hmm. like I like The Great Alone She's like oh yeah that one's good I'm looking for four wins I'm like oh I have that one But I haven't started it Uh huh and she goes, I really, I mean, I have a stack at home. Why would I need more books? I really don't need to be standing here right now. I'm like, me neither. <laughs> Same thing. I grab two books and I walk out. And I was like, add those to the stack. I really I have, have a problem
2: with buying books. I know, oh, they're so such... But I like to support love... the industry, so yeah. I feel like it's okay to do. But I just have a love affair with, like, the books I want to read. I know. Like, I, know? I will
0: carry them around with me mm-hmm. and not, actually, to be honest, like, Stephen King's Bag of Bones, I carried with me for like two or three years mm-hmm. and finally had some time in Australia or a flight to Australia. And I finally read all yeah. like 800 pages of it or whatever. And but it was like one of those that I started three times, loved it.
2: You know what I did that with? The Stand. Oh, really? Have you read The Stand? No, it's I haven't like yet. It's one of the longest books that exists. And when the pandemic started, it's terrible because it's about like a, oh, yeah. a virus oh. that kills I the world. I wanted to read it during yeah. the pandemic. Yeah, but so, but I got it on Audible and I started listening to it. And it is it is really good, but I feel like it's going to be years before I'm done <laughs> with it. Sure. I just pick it up every once in a while. And then it got a, it hit a little too close to home and then I put it away, but it's some, one that I kind of revisit. That's like
0: the Splendid and the Vile. Have you heard this? Mm. See, I love all these Gatsby era, like 20s. I'm, I'm obsessed with the Vanderbilt family. Mm-hmm. So um, to read stuff from that period, Period, time period and whatnot, but *Splendid the Vial and there's another one. But you haven't read *The Great there's, Gatsby* yet. But I can't get Ooh, through *Gatsby*. Really? That's one that sits on my. I've started it I three don't get times it. and I can't get. I think I need to do the audio version. Maybe do then the I'll get through version. it. The audio version. I love audio. I don't know why I'm having so much trouble with that. It's
1: you need like, to kind of like. I love this you. is your time period.
0: Yeah, I know. I really, I know, and and, it, and it's a small book, and it's a classic, and it's like everything I love. But I just like start it and never finish it. I just yeah. I, maybe I just need to do, do the, audiobook. the audiobook. And that's how I did your book like I was I got through that one pretty quick. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, the audiobooks are great, especially when there's someone great reading them. Mm-hmm. Um I did Betty White's uh, mm-hmm. autobiography recently and I've done a few audiobooks. I think I just need to stick with those maybe totally. for Totally.
2: I'm listening to a really cool audiobook. You can just talk amongst yourselves for a minute. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um it's called The Moon The I'm sorry, it's called The Midnight Library. Oh. by Matt
1: Haig. I've heard of this. It's so it
2: interesting. Is I it mean, good? it's it's fun. It's a, it's like a fantasy, but it's about a woman who has a really hard life, um, but sort of self-inflicted. Like, she's made really bad decisions in her life. She's dealing with depression, and she decides to commit suicide. This is all, like, right in the very beginning. And then she goes to this midnight library where she's given an opportunity to make different choices and see how her life would have turned out in all wow. these different ways. So it's really... Oh my gosh, are
0: they making that a movie? They must be.
2: I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. That
0: sounds really good. So
2: like part of her, she wanted to be... Well, the woman reading it, I think, is Australian. She wanted to be a glaciologist. Oh. I love the the way they... Yeah. Uh, pronounce all these words so I don't know if that's how we're supposed to pronounce it as Americans
0: <laughs> yeah. it's well, uh, a- funny a gl- you should a- say that in the intro we were talking about how vocabulary um, about succession or secession oh, yeah. and we Which can't decide it? if it's secession or succession.
2: there's two different words they mean two different things like secession means like to secede right? So it's succession. succession means okay. pass
1: down oh, Okay, that's okay. what one go. of the mats was trying to explain to us but I obviously did not pick up on that is Okay, sense. are you talking about
2: the TV series? The TV yes. series because succession. You, you said that you Succession. succession. Wait, that's about passing down passing power. The yes. yes. From
0: So that's that's where we were getting stuck so it, was like succession. we were like is it success or success or succeed? You guys. Or? <laughs> 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 it was a <the> whole thing. <laughs> These are, we also had the con- conversation recently about is it Nashvillean or Nashville villain or Nash Nashvillean.
2: Villain? I think it's Villian. I
0: prefer villain.
2: Ooh. I prefer villain. I do. You
1: I just, just like villains. Well, no, not necessarily. I just you like is a superhero.
0: superhero girl. I mean, you love I do, all that like Marvel, DC. You are into that.
1: We're a nerd family. You
0: are. We're
2: a nerd family too. My all three boys. <laughs> yes, I have three boys with my husband. <laughs> um, I mean, my husband is uh, the third boy. The third. Um, but we're sci-fi,
0: Marvel, mm-hmm. all superheroes. Oh yeah. See, we're not. I don't know what my family is like as they're getting bigger. My boys are a little bit older than yours, though I think, so right? 14 and twelve. Yeah, yeah. They're they're starting to do their own thing, and like they'll be up late at night watching The Office or Parks and Rec or something. And mm-hmm. I'll, I found out recently that my oldest one has been watching movies by himself, which kind of breaks my heart because I'll watch anything he wants to watch, mm-hmm. but um, but getting him to watch something is kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. But I like I want I want to watch with them, but I'm finding out they have their own tastes and stuff and I can't really so I'm trying to get them I always try to get them to watch Star Wars recently try to get them to watch Harry Potter the little one's the only one I can manipulate Mm -hmm. yeah I'll (laughs) give you some candy if you sit down and watch Harry Potter with me you Mm -hmm. know and then he gets hooked and then he likes it but the older ones like the last thing I really got them into I think during the pandemic I got them into Hunger Games Oh, that's so, so! Did they read the books? Um, I got the middle one to read the books. Yeah. with me, I read them with him.
2: Yeah, yeah, we love those. I got my kids to watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles over yes. the, the last weekend, and it was so did good. They, they like did it? not want to watch it because it was an old movie, yeah. of course, and it was so great, and they loved it. It so really we did holds a up. we did
0: a John Candy uh, um summer where we did all John Candy movies, and then <laughs> we did a Tom Hanks marathon, and we've so like sometimes we'll go through those but and we force them to sit.
1: She did not watch that thing. You do.
0: I've never seen Really? It. I, I don't know what's wrong it. with her. She gets uh. mad at me about that one and she just found out about a new one today that I haven't watched.
1: So, on Wednesdays we wear pink because of Mean Girls. I was so confused. And she's that. never seen it. I've never seen
0: Mean Girls. Ah! <laughs> Maybe it's our generation. Y'all, I think you cuz you're a little I bit younger. She's ten years younger. So I'm she, planning
1: a retreat, and we're taking all the women who have not watched all the movies, and,
0: I'm gonna make <laughs> and we're watch gonna watch them. them. All
1: right. I Did think, they hold up?
0: Yes. Mean great. Girls is supposed to be. I mean, like it's like I guess our Clueless. Did you? Oh,
1: Clueless. Well, yeah. I clueless, clueless. But
0: you came probably came to Clueless after. Like Clueless was like I feel like for us. What year was that?
2: Oh mm, gosh, ninety-four something.
0: I was in middle no, school. No, couldn't have been
2: 94. I think it was before that, maybe ninety-five. It was 95? Oh. 95. mid So I was
1: in middle school yeah. or almost in middle school.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we were in high school then, right? So, or out of high school. But then I was out of high school. Yeah. yeah no, college. College. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was a little bit. And back then you had to go to the movies and see the movies. Like Mean Girls. I don't know. I feel like that was more my little sisters, what they watched. Well, you need to watch it. Okay. I wonder That's if Ashley, important. you think Ashley's seen it? Do you think it's like a big movie for her? Probably. She's a little bit younger.
2: I have to ask her. Yeah. That's a good that'd be a good barometer. When she comes to
0: Nashville, you gotta send her this way. We get it. Yeah. We have to pick her brain because I'm obsessed with how I met your mother. Yeah. She's supposed to be the mother. Well, don't tell us. We'll talk to her about it. Uh, she was supposed to be the mother.
2: We wanted her to be the mother. I know. I, I thought think they she didn't really, really know, know who was gonna be the mother. No, they I don't think I get that out. feeling.
0: They and keep they kept trying to feel then they send her to Germany, and then she comes back. Anyway, I was I was obsessed. And so mm-hmm. I didn't realize you guys were sisters until your Instagram.
1: Oh, really? Uh, I had no idea. Oh, my gosh. I've been following your Instagram for
0: years. I'm not sure how I came to it the first time, but just, you know, loved watching your Instagram and then to become friends with you and then to be like, her sister's Ashley. Wait.
2: Oh, that's so funny. And we started doing a lot of stuff together during the pandemic because everyone was isolated and we wanted to talk. So we're like, well, let's do Instagram Live. So we started talking on Instagram all the time. And then we decided to produce these movies for Hallmark. And so we started working together for the first time. Like. We'd never worked together before, which I cannot believe.
0: Yeah, I know. You guys are both really funny. We so had, cute. Thank you. And I, we have fun together. And I just got to meet her at the Christmas.
2: I con. know. She's obsessed with you I and loves <laughs> your love career her. and wants the career you have. Oh, well, uh, same. She, she really admires the way you've directed. Well, and-
0: she's so, I mean, walking around that Christmas con, too, she was so confident. Like the way she carries herself, the way she engages with people, I just. I think she's just a, a real gem. I love uh, her. That's good. I'm so I so mean, I only got guys. to meet her for a second, but I was like, I know you. Like I, I know. just feel like I know her. Well, like,
2: I'm so glad you guys connected there.
0: I know. I want to be your sisters. All right. Okay. You Me can, and all you seven of my join. sisters can come join your yeah. two
1: sisters. <laughs> At the retreat. Where I'm making you watch the all mean The Mean girls retreat. At the retreat. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to go back to succession. Okay. Because S- succession. This mm-hmm. has been an ongoing conversation okay. on this podcast. Okay. Because I've watched all of it now.
0: Okay, I'm I'm getting through it, but it's hard. My husband keeps falling asleep. I'm like, do I turn it on? Really, you do don't like it, it? So it's, it's a little. I, I'm only two episodes in, so it, she I'm can't, just, it's dragging. Two episodes a little bit. in in the first. season? He's still in a coma. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't know it's coming. <laughs> oh, are there more than one season? Is
1: there? More yes, than one there's two. Seasons. Oh, I'm a little. Behind. You have a lot. To all right, you two talk, I'll listen. <laughs> Three seasons. It'll be a spoiler <laughs> Wait, for me and anybody the that whole hasn't. I've watched the whole thing now. Okay, and I've determined that it's not a dislike for the show. I think it's a. Well done show. It's beautifully done. Beautifully acted. However, they are all garbage humans. And I feel like I cannot get behind any of them. And it's so frustrating. You sort of love to hate them. I don't love to hate them. I want to have
0: one that I like. And every time I think I'm there. It's well, like Yellowstone. Like do you watch Yellowstone? I haven't watched Yellowstone. So there's at least one family member you can get behind and maybe maybe Kevin Costner's no, character but like the family people... members are pretty awful. It no, reminds th- me I of that. I agree
2: with you on that. Oh, and every none time of them you are likeable. Think... But but I think they're so bad that I like how bad they are and then I start rooting <laughs> for which one. I know... almost to the point where I'm rooting for Logan. Yeah, I mean, he kind of goes back and forth. That's what I think is so brilliant about the show. And I think it's hysterical. This last season, too, I just thought was hilarious. Is Logan
0: the Kieran Culkin character? No, No. he's the dad. Okay,
2: okay. Kieran Culkin, by the way, is a genius. Amazing. I went to high
0: school with him for a half a minute and sure. um well him and Mac and his their big brother Shane Mac. all went to the private school I went to in tenth grade. No well Kieran Culkin was in Father of the Bride. Oh <gasps> that's right. He was, your brother. was my brother. Aww. He's such a little wild thing, right? When back yeah. then was he like he was just always he's like that character.
2: He yeah, he was great. He was really just funny trouble. he wants to cause trouble. Yeah.
0: He was great. I remember though. he used to always wear two different shoes. Really? And he used to do something like instead of giving you the finger, do the opposite of it and he'd be like There you go. And I was like, Is it weird to see him
1: say all these horrible things? Oh yeah. Yes, it's
0: crazy. He's your baby brother.
2: (laughs) And then we got to do Father of the Bride three ish. Did you know about that? No. We we shot a Father of the Bride reunion like a year and a half ago. um, Oh, I did watch that. Yes, I did. I did watch that. So we got to see we got to see everybody and Kieran had just had a baby.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, he
2: just had a baby. I oh, he have two now.
0: So, all right. So, Succession. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm a yes on Succession. You're, I'm you're a, loving it.
1: I'm going to watch it because my husband's going to force me to watch it. Mm-hmm. But but it but see, is... that's funny that there's like, if you find that there's
0: not redeemable characters, like that's a problem It's my not that they're
1: not it. redeemable because somehow they all find their way back. And I don't, I can't fathom a dynamic where these horrible things would happen and that everybody would just be like, whatever. See, I feel like in Yellowstone (laughs) at least
0: like the only thing I really have to compare it to is Yellowstone, which is, you know, the cowboy version of the same sort of like family run business and inter fighting and all that stuff. But they, there's a few characters that are just cutthroat, like vicious, like Beth and, uh, and the brother, uh, I think it's Jamie. But then there's the one brother who's like, You know, pure heart, and then there's the dad, and then there's pure heart here. But there's like (laughs) no one, and these, but these guys are like killing each other. But the family comes together. Because other people are attacking them, so right. I feel like that's what they have together. Succession, the same. Succession. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah.
1: I feel like it more closely relates to Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, really? With less, com- well, I mean, it's there's comedy there, but in the sense of like you just know everything's about to go horribly wrong, and your skin is crawling the whole time, and it's <laughs> it's a really
0: rough experience for me. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, I'm gonna have to dive into it a little more. Something else we both watched because on your uh, recommendation, yeah. was Don't Look Up. Would you think? It was so good. I loved it. I loved it. I was I was shaking. Like, I got nervous. Like, I get yeah. like that during those apocalyptic movies anyway, but the fact that nobody would listen to them, like, I had to stop the movie and go to dinner and come back. And I was like disturbed through dinner. Like, yeah. like nobody will believe us that the world's she ending. Me, like, yeah. you're not
1: going to be able to watch this. I don't know how you're going to react to this. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, okay.
0: But she I, really embodies stuff, you
1: know? Yeah. Uh-huh. I do. I, it, you feel them. I do. But this well, it's one, depressing. Well, it is. And I found myself. But brilliant which is out of character for me almost hoping it would end poorly mm. you know because of these people i was like well they have it coming right so, so for, i mean it's kind of metaphorical though for mm-hmm. you know what's actually so happening exactly yeah. <laughs> which was kind of a relief to see too like yeah. we're like the world is not oblivious to the fact that this is bizarre what are what we're experiencing
0: well and, and i think that the interesting thing is i was i'm on a text with uh, like 13 friends back from connecticut and they all watched it a few weeks ago, and they were talking about it. And a few of them were shocked by. They were like, "I wish I had known that it was like a social commentary, not a real comedy movie." Because mm. they were expecting these amazing actors. I mean, you got Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Blanchett and, and Meryl Street. Streep mm-hmm. and and, and uh, Taylor Perry. And, mm-hmm. I mean, and Timothy Chalamet. You've got these amazing actors, and they are delivering an amazing performance in this bizarre movie. But it's actually like a social commentary, mm-hmm. not just a balls out. Comedy, mm-hmm. So they were like, I wish I had known that because then I feel like I would have enjoyed it more. So I was glad knowing that going in. Hmm. But at the same time, it was, you know, for my husband sitting next to me, watching, I made him watch it. And we're a little bit opposite, like political views and, and different things that are going on in the world right now. So it's, a, you know, he's like kind of like rolling his eyes at some parts of it. And I'm like, yep, that makes sense that <laughs> I like that. See, that's like because of, you know, so there's a lot of different stuff about people not trying, trusting scientists and not taking mm-hmm. You know, real warning seriously mm-hmm. and what's happening to our world, whether it's, you know, social or it's environmental or like all these different mm-hmm. levels. And
2: if you just don't look at it, it'll go away. Right. Yeah. It just ignore exist. It. Keep your eyes Fine.
1: down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't look up. It definitely
2: sparks great conversation. Um, My kids haven't seen it yet, but I want them to see it and oh, I want yeah. to talk about it with them. Interesting. And, I know. didn't even think
0: about showing it to the kids. Yeah.
2: And if you think it's over... It's not over. Wait till the end. Oh, it's so oh, yeah, good. Yeah. It's an amazing scene.
1: <laughs> I know I did too. So well. It's
2: oh, there's it an off. awesome scene at the end. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. almost turned
0: it off. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny. My husband actually predicted that part. I was like, oh, look at you. Yeah. Did you write this? That's always what we say in our family. Oh, if, are you if, the if writer? You, if you come ahead, if you get ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you write it? hmm No, that was a great movie. So that was really, I was glad to hear that. That was a great recognition. I was glad yeah, that you I'm rec- glad recommended you guys that. liked it. Yeah. Awesome. It's so fun like having guests on because not only do we get to like explore your work and, and your stuff and what the fans at home might want to hear about, but also, you know, to hear about what you are digging mm-hmm. and then to like dig into those things yeah. based on, you know, um and, and and it's funny to like agree or disagree on things that yeah. um are there any like podcasts you're listening to?
2: Yes, but before I forget, um the other show is eighteen eighty three. Have you seen <gasps> yes! the show yet in yes! Faith Hill? I see. I'm not a Yellowstone watcher, so uh, I'm not that's either. My thing. I'm. Not, I've never seen Yellowstone, but I saw 1883 because of them, and I was so blown away. by what they are doing their in that show, their are performances are amazing. Are she looks amazing.
0: gorgeous.
2: She looks amazing. With, like, no makeup strong. on. So
0: strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, she really. I mean, I don't know if she's normally in that kind of shape. I don't know her, but I mean, she is a cowgirl, man. She yeah, she is like. And I just think
2: it's really brave of them to make that choice and go
0: and do something that must be so out of their comfort zone. I was actually got really excited. The scene in the bathtub, they're in the hotel. It's like the last bath they get to take before they head out Yeah, and they're in the bathtub and they make out for a second. And I was like, oh my gosh, it must be so nice to make out with someone you like making out like that, you know, you actually know comfortable. Yes. It's like I usually make out with. Yeah. (laughs) Don't you find it so awkward to like make out with people? It's but, the worst. Yeah, it's really, people are like, oh my gosh, you got to make out with blah, blah, blah. Isn't that amazing? No, it's awkward. It's terrible
2: because you have tons of makeup on. Everyone's looking at you. You have and, to like,
0: have your nose a certain
2: way. You're just or thinking, like, does this look space. okay for the camera? Yeah, my neck yeah. looking fat and like, you yeah.
0: know. Yeah, it's awful. Half and then, the time you've just met the person. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> nice to meet you. Want a tic tac? Here we go. Like, it's not like you get to choose the person or you're in a dark, secluded room making out. Yeah. You're like doing it for the camera in front of lots of people. The last time I had to do one, actually, not the last time. Two movies ago, I did a movie called Dear Christmas with Jason Priestley. Yeah, I worked with Jason. And my nephew is holding the boom behind him during my close-up. So not only, no, sorry, during, yeah, during my close-up, my nephew is in my eyeline. Oh, no! Oh. And I'm having to kiss Jason, and my nephew's like right there. Not only is he hearing it through the boom, he has to keep his eyes open to make sure the microphone's just above my head. And it was, it was Probably the both of us were like, this is going to cause a problem for us for the rest of our lives a little bit. Like it's going to put a little distance between us because it was super awkward (laughs) And I was like, you see, like, it's not like I was enjoying it, like kissing a guy that's not your uncle. I was, it was super awkward and I will always have that memory of him standing right there. But I had to keep closing my eyes and go, you're 15, 90210, you're 15, 90210.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> last still Jason Priestley.
2: <laughs> yeah. The last kiss I had to do, which by the way, I think I've also kissed Jason Priestley. Oh, really? We what was it? together? Uh, it was called Cold-Blooded years ago and yeah. I cannot remember if we had a kiss in it, but I bet we did. But anyway, the last... Um, kiss that I had to do was for Sister Swap the movies that my sister and I did and it was in a movie theater with Mark Declan who's the sweetest guy Um but they had to have these lights flickering on our faces for the kiss. So they put a movie because we were in a movie theater. They actually put a movie up, but it was Mark's other Hallmark movie with another girl. Oh, were they kissing each other? Oh, that's <laughs> so literally like so bizarre. we're sitting in the seats and we're like we're having this moment. where We have to kiss, and meanwhile he's like kissing, he's kissing some someone other else girl else in some screamed. other movie. Yeah. Did that
0: take you so far out of it, or did you like look at it and go, oh, I'm gonna kiss him better than she did?
1: No, it took me so far out. of <laughs> she it. She would look at it. She's like, Oh, it's on. We're I can do competitive. This. Competitive. <laughs> Here we go. She wins.
0: She wins. Sometimes I watch kissing scenes and I'm like, how did they make it so realistic? I feel like I can't, like, I just, I maybe I wear my heart on my sleeve too much to like be able to dig into characters like the way that I want to, Mm -hmm. the way I would imagine if I was like single, Mm -hmm. I could, you Mm -hmm. know, with love stories and stuff. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't have this experience, obviously. (laughs) Amanda, how is is it when you
0: kiss people that are not your husband?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've never done that. But I do remember in high school, I dated this one guy and he, He was a very nice-looking guy. He was a male model or whatever, and so all my friends were like, "Oh my gosh, she's gonna kiss you!" And I was like, "Okay." And then he finally did, and I was like, "Oh, like yeah." You could tell he was like trying to kiss you, like they do in the movies, and it was just not like there are some actors that'll
0: eat your face. That you're like, "Oh my god, can you?" Not can you leave my lipstick on, please? Thank oh, you. it yes. was so bad. It never happened again. Oh, or when they have bad breath, or they just like, have a tuna fish pretty. sandwich. But no, you just don't know. Oh. It's not, guys. It's not all it's cracked up to be. No, it's not. What do your kids think of it when they see that? Do they? They go like this. Yeah. No, they don't like it. My little one watches like, why are you kissing someone that's not daddy? I'm like, I'm not really kissing him. Uh, looks like you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, um, but Divine not really. Kissing. Not in my heart. Yeah.
1: Not in my heart. <laughs> that's the way to do it. <laughs>
0: Okay, before we go into the rapid fire questions, mm-hmm. I want to ask you about your book and your um, your story with your mother, which is just so sweet and heartbreaking, and I know it's really important to you, and I just wanted to see if you would share with us a little today.
2: Yeah, thanks for asking. So, um, yeah, my mom was diagnosed with primary progressive aphasia, which was caused by Alzheimer's disease. We found that out later in, like, 2006, and then she had an 11-year journey with the disease, Um. And then she passed away about five years ago. But I wrote a memoir about our family's journey called Where the Light Gets In, which you're listening to on audio. Thank you for listening to that. Oh, I love it. I highly Um,
0: recommend it for everyone out there.
2: Thank you. And it was really great because it was very isolating when my mom was going through it. She didn't, she was embarrassed. She didn't want us to talk about it. We weren't connected with the Alzheimer's Association really. And it was a really long road, a hard one for my dad, especially who was the primary caregiver. So when I finally decided to talk about it. It was so freeing and empowering and really connected me to a great community of people and support systems and so writing the book was really awesome. And then I've also gotten into a lot of fundraising and advocacy work. and um, At Vanderbilt and at Belmont? Or well, Man- through the Alzheimer's Association, we do a fundraiser every year called the Dance Party to End Alls, which okay. you've got to come to yes. next year. Yeah. Um, it's going to be in November. And um, this year we're going to do 90s. So we just dress up oh. and it's like really I'm fun. I'm there. Yeah, we get country music artists or whoever artists we can get uh, to come and play '90s songs. Last year was '80s. It'll be our fifth year of this coming up. Oh, yeah. great! So we've raised like a million and a half dollars wow. for Alzheimer's research. And then I um, just joined the uh, memory and aging study at Vanderbilt.
0: So With one of our friends that actually I works yeah, there, it turns such a out. small world. Yeah. So what does that mean? What does that entail? You have to get like you get asked questions. You have to go do testing. Anything? like yeah, that? Yeah, it's
2: really intense. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like we need to do this. Yeah, I mean, we have cures, we have medicines, we have vaccines because of people putting their bodies out there and saying, yeah. okay, test me see if this works. So you know? Can anyone do it? So, or are you doing it specifically uh, because you have it in? No, anyone over 50 can do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyone okay. over 50, I'm 50. It's probably, um, <laughs> I'm getting so
0: close, I'm getting close. I was
2: eligible. Um, and uh, yeah, they want they want healthy brains that, that don't have cognitive impairment and then they're going to just study my brain as I
0: age. So I like age. once Incredible, a year though. you go in and do some crazy rounds? Or I'm going to go like
2: once every year or a year, actually a year and a half to two years. Okay. And so it's pretty intensive. So go you get know, to your mammogram, like go get your colonoscopy yeah, and exactly. then go to your,
0: your memory. Yeah,
2: and so it's like there's a lot. Of cognitive testing, then they do MRI, they do uh, lumbar puncture, oh, they wow. do like, oh, wow. blood draw. Um, and I did my first um, cognitive testing the other day. It was really it was quite something. Yeah. 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 So yeah. when you
0: so can people do this only at Vanderbilt or is there other are there other places around? The you know country? what? I would
2: say if you are interested in doing something like this, yeah, go to your local hospital and look for look for either a clinical trial or some sort of study cuz they need people. They need yeah. people to sign up for these things and especially if you're able to mm-hmm. and you have the time to do it, if you have the resources cuz it's really hard for a lot of people they can't leave work. They can't, right. they don't have childcare. You know, there's so many reasons why people can't join studies. So I am able to, and yeah. I, and I have it in my family. So I was very motivated. To well, in get four involved, and a half wonderful.
0: years, I will join as well. I'll come i okay. do that. You may I got you to go to the the screenwriting, you get me to go to the costume. <laughs> Mine is to study. way
2: less fun, but it I makes, don't know, it sounds exciting it may in a great way.
0: That's the thing. It's great research. Yeah. I know that um Michael J. Fox did the opening of your book. Um yeah. because your mom had worked with him on other charity stuff before. Well my
2: mom helped create the development department at the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's. Oh, wow. So she worked with him for
0: years. How did she get involved with that? Just
2: coincidence. She was hired by a headhunter. My mom was an incredible fundraiser and she worked at Sarah Lawrence College oh. in Okay. In Bronxville, New York. Um, and then she worked at Sloan Kettering. And then she got hired from there to Michael J. Fox. And she really believed in what they did there. But she started to get sick when she was there and
0: had to retire. Mm. And yeah. he, uh, he did a beautiful forward on your yeah. book. And on the audio book, you can hear him actually read it, which is so lovely, uh, too. And um, that was just an interesting tie-in. Like, I didn't yeah. know how he was involved. And yep. um, that's just so crazy that she came to him, like, in a different through a different Way mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. turns out he could kind of yeah give you guys some yeah you know support there yeah. too. Um, uh, you do-
2: also full circle. Michael J. Fox was in that movie I did with Jason Priestley called Cold Blooded. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, now I, gotta go <laughs> I, I, I got to, I uh, to go watch Cold Blooded.
1: I know. And I got to finish Succession. Oh, you do it. have to finish it. Mostly so. You can understand my- I can
0: understand your your trepidation. <sighs> Gosh. <laughs> so wait, so you do so much charity work. I love the store and yeah. I keep telling you I'm going to I'm got to get my kids to go over there and help out. Um Can you tell us a little bit about where that came from? The
2: store um, is a free grocery store in Nashville, referral-based, and we help people facing food insecurity get back on their feet. Um, It's like a year-long program for
0: people who are referred to us. They have to be referred by like a doctor or or a— We
2: have 16 or more different referral agencies in the area. So there are other nonprofits. There's churches,
0: hospitals, Vanderbilt Children's Hospital is part of them. Um, And they go to—the store.org is the website, right? So people can donate. Can they donate food, just money? How does Uh, that—
2: um, we have an Amazon smile wish list. So the things that they need. Um, and then we buy a lot of our food from Second Harvest Food Bank. Okay. Um, and then we have corporate partnerships. So we get a lot of food donated from them. And we really, the concept is we want it to look like the best community grocery store like a whole foods or something you know that you'd be excited to come into so it's not it's not a handout yeah. it's people can go in and shop and have a normal shopping experience and they get they
0: one can, year to come in and shop all and then they, they need can get
2: referred and come back again
0: but a lot of people but the idea don't. is to get them on their feet
2: yeah and and already you know we've been able to move hundreds of families through um, and do those people
0: that like, come back and volunteer sometimes yes Awesome. Yeah, which is so where did, cool.
2: Where did this idea stem from? Well, there's a place in Santa Barbara called Unity Shop, and one year we were just looking for a place to volunteer at Thanksgiving, and um, heard about this place, and we went. And what was so great is like immediately my kids were given jobs. They were learning about vacuum sealing beans and stacking rice and beans on the shelf, and barcoding and checking people out. And wow. so they were learning skills and they were feeling like they were doing something useful. And then we just saw this concept of people being able to shop and make choices and their kids are able to see their parents make choices and being in a position of power instead of like just getting a handout because we were hearing these stories about even like toys for tots which is amazing but a lot of times they'll get a toy that they don't want want, right you know don't need and it's just it's not empowering yeah
0: especially I would imagine with food if there's like a recipe you know or love or you know it's the only one you know maybe you can't get the the pieces of it right. to put it together or if you have family. food
2: allergies, or if yeah, you know, I not even think of that. You ha- yeah, if you have a specific kind of diet or a yeah. culture that has a different kind of diet, you can make those kinds of choices. So it's great. So people yeah, can so, come
0: help out, they can go donate, yep, visit. Hands the, on
2: Nashville is uh, where you can sign up to volunteer if you want to. Co- we always need volunteers, and we need uh, to go uh, and we'll go. Yeah, yeah, it's we would super fun.
0: I've been it's, asking her, I've been wanting to do it with my boys for the last two months, like with. Christmas and everything, I was trying to do it, and then, of course, I put it off, and now I just need to do it, because I really, since we moved to Nashville, I having a hard time, like, kind of reaching out, and my boys are just becoming spoil breath, so I'm just looking for an excuse to... <laughs> well,
2: that's how I got my kids to Unity Shop. I was like, I don't like the way they're acting. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go do some
1: it's service. It's so important to model that for your kids. Yeah. I think that's amazing that yeah. you did that.
0: You guys, you do, I mean, I got excited when you told me when we were doing our, our, our writing course at Belmont mm-hmm. that you... Had a ballroom named after you, Belmont. <laughs> just in like November. Yeah, we're hoping we can like go sleep there sometime. You know, or like at least roller. Can skate. I? Co- can we just have like a girl sleepover for your birthday or something? Like we'll just bring you sleeping bags. Watch, and watch Mean Girls at your ballroom, at Belmont. I yes. love it. We got to do that. Oh my Giant gosh, no, that's party. awesome. So that's got to be so fun. Such a fun thing. And then yeah, um, and then to have the store is around the corner from Belmont. Yeah, it's right? really
2: close. We could have walked there from our class.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we should have done that. We Should have. Oh, then we well. could have done our philanthropy. philanthropy with our writing
2: course class was so much work i'm kind of enjoying class was so having a little
0: bit of free time (laughs) were like like, (laughs) are you struggling with the homework there was so much homework and we only had one class yeah i don't know how these kids do it i know we were kind of like how are the kids doing it? But then I try to remind us that we have children and households to run, and we're working, run, we're and we're working moms. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, it's a lot. It was a
1: lot. It's but a lot. She would tell me every day, "I've got to go home and do screenwriting. I can't come
0: today." Yeah, like, I was yeah. like, "I think our first episode of the podcast. I was like writing our final that morning. Yeah. I was like, "I gotta, I gotta edit my script. I have yeah. 117 yep. pages but I have to." Edit. I mean, how cool is it that after semester we have a script? We have scripts. Yeah. We have written scripts, and I've read yours, and, and it I read is, yours. Oh, that's right. You yeah. gave me great notes on it. I'm gonna yeah. go back and do a rewrite. Actually, probably tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I'm going to visit one more time before i hand it off but yours was so good you are such a talented writer like your book the script like that's the only stuff i've read of you but i mean you got to keep going on that path that is i mean i know Thank it's you. What, what i want was to given i love it from, i
2: mean you love it too right i
0: you know what i always hated writing it always seemed like such a chore but now i've realized that there's this part of me that sometimes itches to do something like i'm not fulfilling a creative itch mm-hmm. literally like I get really itchy like yeah. I get like I gotta do something I gotta do something now I gotta do something mm-hmm. and I always want to write stuff down but it's usually like lists and crap like that to have that class yeah. I didn't have that itch anymore yeah it like, went away oh, that's good so I was like I think I found the thing I'm more. supposed to do mm-hmm. yeah I just gotta force myself to do it
2: that's the hard th- that was what was great about having the deadline and you know every he's Tuesday expecting, and he can be mm-hmm. intimidating too 15 pages <laughs> like, every- I don't want him
0: to be mad I think if the class had been 16 kids I would have been a little bit more like fading in the background like yeah, not oh, I get my homework done but because right. there's only four kids and yeah. the two of us yeah there was all this pressure to be like, well, we can't let the kids down. We have to do our book reports. Right. We had to give presentations. Right. We had to show parts of movies. Like we had to like come up with what the midpoint of a movie is or the yeah. inciting incident or the you know. I love
1: that your motivation was lead by example. That's so- Yeah.
0: I know. I did I didn't want to let those kids down, you know. Yeah. We were like we, we felt like they were having to do this in like six different classes. We're only doing the one. Mm-hmm. We gotta at least show up for this one. I wonder so. how
1: they're gonna feel about you calling them kids. I'm sure they feel very adult.
0: I've actually kept in touch with one of them. You have? She's really interesting, and she collects old photos. And in my old house, uh, I found a fo- old photo album, and I can't find the owners, so I think I'm going to give her the old photos. Oh,
1: that's great. She like, collects old photos of other people. That's awesome. Isn't that fun? It's really sweet. You know how we get,
2: do you get the SAG um, like scripts? Do you get them sent no, to you? No,
0: not the scripts. Oh,
2: okay. Because I had, I just got these scripts. You know how you get screeners, like every yeah. year you get the screeners. So I'm also getting screenplays. Oh my gosh, I was really? If oh, you thinking Not against will. rules, I would give them to Will. Yeah, I mean, Cause I know you don't want to pass out the movies. That's if a they're label. online.
0: I would think because we know. found them. I found Princess Bride online. Okay. That was one of our homeworks. Was like find a movie you know very well, and see what was different in it. That was a really interesting one. So I read Princess Bride after watching it a million times in my life, and uh, to see what was different. And so I, I assume if I can find that one on yeah. there. And that was the original script. Like, it's not the, you know, it's not the annotated or whatever. It's not the version that actually ended up on screen. So Mm -hmm. I would think you could. Yeah. We should ask him. Yeah, I will. Amanda, did you know that by the time we hit middle age, our bodies produce less than half the collagen that they did in their 20s? Well, that's why we start to look old. And our skin starts to sag. We get
1: wrinkles. Our hair gets thinner. Our joints become stiffer, which I'm totally feeling. I
0: am feeling that.
1: And it takes us a lot longer to recover from exercising. So you know what helps? What is
0: that? collagen 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 i know you have a hard time saying that word. so hard for me so what i love is biotrust's ageless multi-collagen protein powders because they ensure that my body is getting what it needs every day to help me rebuild the collagen so i can look and feel great that's right biotrust's
1: ageless multi-collagen proteins provide you with five types of collagen needed to support the entire anti-aging process Plus, essential amino acids to make it a complete protein.
0: Yeah, many other brands on the market only use one or two types of collagen.
1: Collagen also supports healthy skin, hair, nails,
0: bones, and joint health. All the things I need. And you know that it can help with your athletic performance, with your recovery, and with an active lifestyle. Which we have because we have three little kiddos running around and we like
1: to go work out. Yes. It also supports gut health and it's easily digestible, which is really important to me. It also is taste-free and odorless. Thank you. They're also third-party lab-tested to ensure purity and potency. That's right. There's no clumping like with other brands. It can even be mixed in with hot or cold beverages and soups. There's no artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, or sweeteners. And it's gluten-free.
0: For all you, love gluten free chicos, you love so that. You love that. Non-GMO, free of hormone and antibiotics. I'll just pour a little bit in my tea and I'm off to go. And I've gotten my collagen protein for the day. Listen, we want you guys to try it yourself. So here's what you got to do. Go to biotrust.com backslash binge, B-I-N-G-E, to get your special offer up to 51% off today.
1: You'll also get free shipping on your order and support from personal health and fitness coaches that will work with
0: you and share their expertise with you. Yeah, so that's biotrust.com backslash binge, b i n g. To get your special up to 50, I can't believe 51%. That's a lot. I know. 51% off offer. And we want to thank Biotrust for being a wonderful sponsor of this episode. Let's ask you some questions. Okay. All right. We ask everybody these pretty much same questions. I mean, yep. there's a lot here. We don't have to go through all of them. But okay. <clears throat> I think we've kind of covered a lot of this. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what show is listed under your continue to watch queue? Uh, uh, on anything. Uh,
2: yeah. Um, but, You know, right now we just started Umbrella Academy. So that's on... That's actually a really fun, sh- am I not supposed to expand? No, 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 ahead. no, ahead. Ahead. please do. That's a really fun show for adults and kids, I mm-hmm. think. So you're watching it with the whole family? I'm watching it with my kids, yeah. Okay. And Brad
1: actually just watched the last episode. It's magical, is it it's magical? Like is it magical? Yeah. Okay, it's I feel like I need to watch it. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I need to watch it. the that. first few, I don't think I've gotten past that. but.
0: So it sounds like you both have that and you are continue watching. Mm-hmm. Um, a book that's been on your nightstand too long.
2: Um, Miss Pettigrew's last, or Mr. Major, this is it, Major Pettigrew's last stand has been on my nightstand because a bookseller told me like 10 years ago that it was an amazing book, really sweet book, and I read like one chapter, and I loved it, and I just
0: haven't gotten back to it. Isn't it funny, sometimes you like love something and you're like, I need time to soak that all in, and then you never go back to it? Yes. I feel like that about a lot of things. Yeah. Um, what's your go-to podcast for long commutes?
2: I love The Daily I love the weekend reads, the Sunday reads and the daily, like the longer stories are like 45 minutes long. But I also love the 20 minute daily podcast. Check this out. Is it
0: like uh, the New York Times news? Oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh OK.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I love Glennon Doyle's podcast. We can do hard things. Have you guys heard that? No, one? I've heard
1: of this one. But I yeah, not, what is it? What is it about?
2: Oh, it's about everything. A lot about relationships, women's empowerment. You know, stuff like that.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. I'll check that one out. I love, I'm loving podcasts from my, I mean, obviously I'm on a obviously. podcast now. But <laughs> I'm loving podcasts in like my, or audiobooks as mm-hmm. like my like walk the dog around the block. Like I'm starting to put them in around mm-hmm. the house and like Me too. just listen in the car constantly because I love, I have to listen to something in the car. I'm not into music. Mm-hmm. I'm not into news anymore. Got to listen to something. Mm-hmm. Um, show you only watch to have something to talk about with other people.
2: Used to be Ted Lasso because everyone was talking about Ted Lasso yeah. and then
0: I became totally obsessed with it. I don't it. know anyone that hates that show. Like how I can mean, you I love that show. It's amazing. It's, it's so happy. So now it's so
2: nice to have a happy
0: positive mm-hmm. show. Yeah, the smiles, the accents, the whole th- I mean, mm-hmm. even the if you're even if you're not into <laughs> the British accent, you got the southern accent, right. you got the whole thing, you right. had a lot of yeah. Just a just a and you love that the f- I love that the female relationship in that is actually a like like a platonic French like a like mm-hmm. a nice friendship as opposed to like a bickering girl fight kind of thing happening. It's nice that there's like that example of a boss and a woman and and different ages and Mm -hmm. different socioeconomic, you know. And there's no competition. And there's no competition. They're just like, they're true friends, supporters of each other. And that's Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. They don't, there's not a conflict there. Yep, it's really interesting. interesting. Because in television, there's always got to be a conflict. Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. The conflict really just comes from kind of outside the team, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. All-time favorite movie? Wizard of Oz. Oh, that's a good one. All-time. What's your favorite part of it? I just have to ask. I mean if there's if there's one scene you can watch I lo- over.
2: I mean if I have to pick one, I think it would be when everything turns to color. Yeah. And she comes out and you get to see those
1: red shoes and the yellow,
0: yellow brick road, road. and
1: okay. yeah. On the subject, just quickly. Yeah. Y'all are mothers too. What is the appropriate age to show your kid Wizard of Oz so they're not traumatized?
2: Mhm, good question cuz I started too early and then my kids didn't like it and then we tried again later and they liked it better. Okay.
0: My kids are still young, so yeah. I feel like it's still the too girls hard. I wouldn't show. I think you could show your son yeah, but I don't. I wouldn't show the girls yet. I feel like they're a little too young, and they're they're they they're a little afraid, right? They get a little afraid. They're all of a little sensitive. Yeah. It's yeah. funny how certain things jump the out. Which is
2: scary than the, the yeah. monkey flying monkeys. He said the wizard is scary, and the wizard can be scary. Yeah. yeah,
0: you know what my kids liked better than Wizard of Oz was the uh, the newer one, James Franco, the Wonderful Wizard of what was it called? Um, was it a remake? No, it was like oh, a prequel. Oz. Oz, the oh, okay. yeah, Oz the Great and Powerful. Oh, okay. Oz the Great and Powerful. They really liked that one. For okay. some reason, I don't know if it was more updated special effects or something, but that one they really, really took to. What was
1: the one in the, was it the 80s or early 90s? Maybe it was Wizard of Oz 2. It was really creepy.
0: Um... Returned return to
1: us uh, that's the one with the heads right I don't think yeah. I know that one I don't, know don't that watch one. it it's okay. we showed um, our kids never ending story oh they loved it oh I gosh. love that I always yeah. wanted I, I went around for the majority of my childhood with a little necklace yeah. draped over my did head. you really oh yeah
0: I went to a comic con and she was there Oh my gosh. Tammy her name's Tammy she played the empress she, I took pictures of her from across the table while we're sitting having dinner together because I was like sending pictures to my sister going, she's so gorgeous. Still. Are
2: her lips still the same? Oh yeah. Her lips
0: were her like. lips are the same. Like pristine beautiful. skin. Yeah. I just think gorgeous. that like set the standard of beauty for yeah. a whole generation of girls. She is young just girls. stunning, lovely, sweet. And like, mm-hmm. and they built her at this Comic-Con. It's in, it's in England. It's a, uh, I think it's going to be at Wales and it was Liverpool. Um, they built her this uh, Falcor. Huge Falcor, oh, really? and she took pictures on top of Falcor. Oh my god! I have a picture with her on top of Falcor. Oh my god! Are you jealous? Did she do yes. a lot of movies after that? She didn't. She's doing them now. She's getting financing. She's doing them herself. I think her husband is a director or something. She just did a. She just did one about witches and called me to kind of do a small part oh in it, me. but it didn't work out. Aww. But um, yeah, she's she's got a movie coming out sometime soon. But yeah, Tammy, I'll, I'll look up what her name is. But I follow her on Instagram. She's really sweet. I'll have to look at her. Um, but it's a good. Up. Did they love it? They loved it. That Can be a little scary too, though, right? When, yeah, like, yeah, I guess, but I don't the think horse... it's as
2: scary as Wizard of Oz, yeah, with the horse
0: when it goes into the quicksand and stuff. I remember mm, that, that's sad. Oh. yeah, that's sad, but like, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang super scary too, like the guy who can smell children and stuff. That's the one oh. I was terrified as a child. That's Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, yeah,
1: Chitty Chitty like my Chitty Chitty husband's Bang
0: favorite. Bang
2: but, we love, love you. you, I love that. Hey, <laughs> oh, yeah, I,
0: <laughs> I gotta watch that one again.
2: Um, beauty product you can't live without, you know, I'm really into Drunk Elephant, any of their skincare, I really need. What is? Is there something special in it? Is um, it like a hyaluronic acid? You no, know, a- I can tend to break out, and it's the one skincare line that I have stopped breaking out. Okay, and I've been using it. All right, oh, all right. Sweet. And, Sweet. And, and they've I got like a that. face oil that I really love at night. Okay, um, like even with oils, like any face oil, I would normally break out, but not theirs.
0: Okay, they've got. Yeah, like I have to be careful. Isn't it funny how like you get older and you're like so wrinkles and its now. So Thank unfair.
2: You.
0: <laughs> Uh, Although you don't have any wrinkles, you're like know, you don't it you, you look gorgeous, both of you. When you said you're a a while ago,
1: I was like, "There's no way." Yeah, sad. That was you could still be the 19. Those are some bride. good jeans you got there. Thank you. And drunk elephant. And <laughs> drunk elephant. <laughs> this
0: is not a paid ad. <laughs> <out. laughs> they better respond. They can send me stuff. I'd appreciate um, it. What show did you expect to like but ended up disliking? Okay, um,
2: Westworld. I I thought was really interesting. Um, and the first season, I, we were really into it, and then the second season, I just was like, "Oh gosh, I just kind of want to shoot myself." <laughs> it's like, it's so dark. It is so dark. It's so well done, and the acting's incredible. But I just, I can't. In this world that we're living in, I just can't do it's a lot like of super Ted Lasso. Dark shows. Stick with Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never watched it. I, I did the same that. thing.
1: We made it yeah. through the first season. I was like, nope, nope, I'm done.
0: The
2: second season gets even more intense Oof.
1: yeah
0: that can be rough sometimes um if you could take one food to a deserted island what would it be sushi i think that's so funny you say sushi i feel like that's like seven foods in one i, I know that's, be, that's, how you, yeah, that's how you do it
2: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: have your protein your vegetables yeah. your carbohydrates your rice i know yeah. you like a little sesame seed minerals on minerals and your seaweed and yeah your that's good but do you think you get a little sick of fish and seaweed if Probably. you're already on a beach Probably, but it'd Um, be available. I like it. I like that you said sushi. Like everybody always says pizza or pasta. (laughs) (laughs) Or someone, did someone say ice cream or something? uh, Chris said ice cream. Yeah, ice cream. I was like, oh, I didn't think of that. Um, What about a movie you feel like you should have watched, but haven't? Well, this year,
2: um, West Side Story came out and that was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. So I've wanted to watch that and I haven't gotten around to Mm.
0: it. Yeah, I got to do that too. It was Spielberg, wasn't it? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. The other one I want to watch is an old one that um Will recommend. Oh, The Apartment. I've never seen. Oh, it's so good. I, I really recently, want to watch. Well, that. I put it
0: on my iPad and I watched it on a flight one day cuz I yeah. wasn't really sure I was going to be into it. So good.
2: I need to watch that. Really That's good, really an, kind of list. an important if you're one. in the yeah. industry like
0: for the filmmaking aspect, the storytelling aspect. It's mm-hmm. um Shirley MacLaine and, and Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Shirley MacLaine and Jack Lemon in The Apartment. It's it's his apartment Billy Wilder was oh and Billy Wilder yeah. is like his boss or something and like he has to loan the apartment out uh he, he his boss wants to use the apartment to show off to women mm-hmm. so this is like kind of becomes the his apartment becomes he's like a pushover and his apartment becomes the place where the other the higher-ups at his company come to woo women that aren't their wives so mm. it's what happens in the apartment it's really interesting huh. I, I want to say it all takes place in like one night and... So is it not a kid's thing for kids? No, don't show it <laughs> to the kids. It. I was trying to convince no, the kids to watch just it. Just because it's a black and white does not mean... No, no. <laughs> Good to know. No, no, Save okay. little... that one for a few years. Okay, It's Got a little it. racy. Watch that one Got with Brad it. late tonight. Okay. Uh, workout or class that you like or obsessed with? I really love Peloton. I've gotten into my Peloton. Uh, you know what? I'm back on there. You want to compete? No. Me neither, actually. I don't compete with any
1: that. You
2: and you. We can just keep- be friends and cheer each other on. We did you can. do it today? I keep getting people requesting. I'm like, I'm under oh, a no. name you would never recognize yeah. or anything. Like, people want to follow. And I'm like, no.
0: I know. I I, I did privacy. it with one girl in England that I know. And I was like, I felt like, yeah, I'm not going to be super competitive. And then some of my friends are like, do you want to do it? I'm like, no, I'm not competitive. With I don't it. like to be competitive, but I do realize I work out harder when, like, we just started Orange yeah. Theory, and I do realize I am a little competitive. Yeah. When you see those numbers up there, mainly with myself, not with anyone else. Mm.
1: I just want to make sure I get those splats. That's the thing. The splats—they really motivate you. With what are splats? That I figured out a trick yesterday, fun. by the way.
0: It's actually so.
1: Do not. I don't <laughs> need to cheat at all. Do not tell me.
0: Okay. <laughs> I figured out how to cheat. If you know, if you squeeze your hand. Like you get when, when, when no when you get your when you do a blood draw and they want you to squeeze your hand to get yeah. the blood pumping a little faster. You're cheating the system. Squeeze your squeeze your fist a little bit and you'll get into the orange zone a little faster. Oh, oh. but are you actually getting your splash? I don't in? know. I want the I get burn. to the orange a little faster. I it, I just realized that I have a very slow heart to get up to the heartbeat. I just think the things not reading it properly. So if I do that, it just happens quicker. Okay. I noticed it yesterday. Okay. I did a little experiment. <laughs> but what? Tell her. Tell her about how the splats work.
1: So for every minute you spend in the burn zone, mm-hmm. which is like a certain heart rate, you wear a monitor for the whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, for every so there's gray, blue, gray, blue, green, orange, and red. So every minute you spend in orange or red, you get a splat point, and twelve splat points equals your afterburn, which means you continue to. Burn calories for the next
0: 24 hours Mm -hmm. and the orange zone it's like 84 you have to get to your heart rate to 84 Mm percent, but like and it's different for everybody though because like amanda's heart rate will be up there right away but mine takes a really long time like my resting heart rate's really low i got 27 splats yesterday did you no you didn't we were tied at the end uh i had 23 and that was like the most ever yes we do (laughs) (laughs) anyway we could fight about that all day, but anyway, it's, it it does make me like I'm always like okay, I'm just gonna get 15 splats, and I'm like oh well, I got 16. Let me get 20. Oh, I've done 22 before. Let me try to get 23, or you know, so I do That's that great. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, I was able to. I realized I was like one of the top three people in the class with the splats, and I was like, <gasps> yeah, I, I I'm never like in the top of the- looked at that at all. Some I've just started doing that where I look <laughs> around and I'm like, who? Yeah, who am I beating? But who? No, and not and not who specifically. Like, is it that guy or is it that person? Mm. It's more like how many people up there have how many splats and mm-hmm. can I catch them or something? see
2: that's why I'm never going to give you my Peloton information
1: you <laughs> know just be like I'm just gonna stick my head in the sand on <laughs> just way. text me on days you do it
0: maybe it'll motivate me to at least do it okay. I just need I need accountability No, if
1: you need some real humanization of Melissa come to Orange Theory because oh. you will just see us both at our very worst, worst really
0: for sure <laughs> all right last question here is uh most juicy guilty pleasure
1: Oh,
2: um, you know, watching TV in the daytime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I know. It feels good though. It, like, right? It does.
2: Like... I feel like I'm being really naughty. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do your kids think that when like they're not around that, that you're like napping all day? Because mine seem to think that that's. All I they totally do. thought that's what my mom did.
1: <laughs> really? It Was not at all.
2: No, mom, I don't it... think they think that of me at all because oh, I, I nice. don't
0: typically like
2: go nap. No,
0: I don't either. Yeah. I, my kids like literally on those things, those Mother's Day. Like, what does your mom do when you're at school? Nap, nap, watch TV, play on her phone. I'm like, no, excuse but me. The times that I've done it, like every
2: once in a while, I will like turn on something in the daytime, even if it's for the class or like yeah. a movie I need to watch. I feel like, like I don't know what it is. Like, like I think my mother trained it out of me. I'm not supposed to watch TV in the daytime. I know. I was There's the so many things to do. It was only when yeah. I was sick
0: that I was allowed to watch. Right. TV during exactly. The day. Yeah. yeah. Or Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. But like, and my husband's kind of put that in me with football. Yeah, like I can watch on set. But like yesterday, I watched Don't Look Up early in the oh, day, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> "But it's work. Everybody, leave me. Al- yeah, leave me alone. I have to watch this movie." Yeah, <laughs> <It's> so, fun. <laughs> so fun. Oh, one other question I wanted to add here: Is there an app that you like play on the plane? Like you always like on an airplane ride or something, have to play an app game or? No,
2: I used to do Lumosity. Mm. Oh, uh yeah. do you know that one? Mm-hmm. It's like a brain game. But then I. Get, Brad actually did it, and he was so much better at it than oh, I was. No. It's like this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work.
0: All right, we have one crazy question for you here. How many unread emails are on your phone in your inbox?
2: Oh, I you want to tell us? Do you want
0: me to look? Because this one here has many, ninety.
1: Uh, I had ninety four thousand. Wow! <laughs> and She's,
2: I have less than you. Nobody's okay. been able to beat her. No, I have three thousand. Oh, wow. 3,020. Wow. It just went up. <laughs> oh, okay,
1: yeah. But Melissa has determined I am her project okay. and that she's going to fix me. Next How many episode. do you have? Right
0: now, I have, if I have more than 100, I get mad, 94.
1: Wow. 94. Do you spend a lot of time cleaning Oh, up I try to box? keep it
0: below 50. See, now that this just so means work. 40 Thank of these you. have come in while My we've been thoughts, sitting exactly.
1: here. My thoughts, exactly. But she's, deter- she's made a system for me. I have and 23 I text messages. I'm to bag. go That's through just, each day and mark out more and more and more.
0: I want her to go alphabetically on the computer and you have to hit, instead of like to organize by date, you organize by who it's from and you go like A, B, or it's maybe easier to start with Z because Z won't be so big. A will be big. But Z, there's not a lot of things coming from Z. So you might do Z, Y, X right away, right? And you'll be like, delete, delete, delete. And there's like, you know, 50 emails gone. And gone. Like not like red, like checked like they're red. Get rid of them or unsubscribe. I got a clean house. Do you want to do my house
2: for real? I'll right? your house. I
0: love that stuff. This is
2: why we, we need I can't to have- do my
0: own. I'll do anyone else's. I recently cleaned my brother's pantry. Like I went to his house and cleaned the pantry. I didn't know what else to do with myself. I was there, nothing to do, no kids around. I cleaned the pantry- and he was like, well, that's great. It's just going to be a wreck again tomorrow. I'm like, it better not be. I want to see a picture in a month that this thing looks. Uh-huh. I organized all your pasta over here. All your soup is over here. Because it was like, you know, paper towels all over the yeah. place. See,
1: this is why we need the home edit girls on. So yeah, because you, you've you not watched their show. need to work show. for them,
0: though, is the thing.
1: But they have a whole thing. Like, you can't create a system if it isn't going to work for that person. Hmm.
0: Oh, interesting. So, I didn't know that. I need to watch some home some edit. There's some
1: knowledge <laughs> that they can impart on us. If all right, I'll do that. I could use the home edit. Do you yeah, want to we- do the this or that?
0: Yeah, sure. Amanda's gonna ask you some this or that questions. It's literally just yeah, a this or that. Okay,
1: you ready? Mm-hmm. Wine or beer? Wine. Housewives or Kardashians? Neither. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Kardashians. <laughs> Pizza or tacos? Pizza. Soft or firm mattress? Soft. Beach or mountains? Beach. Coffee at home or Starbucks? Coffee at home. Sweet or salty? sweet (laughs) here's a trick question for you country or rock you're
2: just trying to get me in trouble country of
0: course (laughs) but you only listen to country after you met brad right yeah i hear that in the book Mm -hmm. (laughs) dog or cat
1: dog art or sports art nice
0: Nailed it. Very nice. Well, it just it. Helps. We just like to get to know people in that sort of way. I know. I feel
1: like you learn so much about people's personality
0: so Too. Like, hmm. Between that and the emails. Mm-hmm. And what books on your nightstand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you so much for being yeah, here. thank you guys. This is fun. So much fun. And I hope we get to play more. And maybe we just have to take another class at Belmont. People should go to thestore.org.
1: Yeah. The
2: thestore.org.
0: And they can get your book on audiobooks or Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Or anywhere, bookstores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And go back and rewatch According to Gym, guys.
1: Oh, and Father the Bride. All the it's most so wonderful funny. things yes.
0: I want to go watch Father of the Bride again. I do too. Yeah. Okay. So jealous. During the daytime. During Even. the day. <laughs> then Mean Girls. And then I, Mean Girls. I just yeah. can't believe you two. <laughs> and then we're going to go roller skate in your ballroom. Yes. yes. All right. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us for What Women Binge. You can connect with all of us on your favorite social media platforms. We have at What Women Binge, Amanda. I'm at Amanda WWB. I'm at Melissa Joan Hart. And if you haven't already, you can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can find all of our links at whatwomenbinge.com and subscribe on YouTube. Our wonderful theme song was written and produced by my cute husband, Mark Wilkerson. What Women Binge is produced by Laughagram Studios. Video production by Matt Giesler and audio by Matt Lott and production assistant Jennifer Best. What Women Binge is distributed by Podcast Heat. For more information, visit podcastheat.com.